0: Oh no! What's the matter? My souls have gone bad!
1: Really? Let me see. Ooh, you've had those for a while, haven't you?
0: I have. But what am I supposed to do?
1: Maybe it's time to look at where you're keeping your soul stones. Don't just put them in any old large green sack. You know what you need? What? Yupperware!
2: Yupperware?
1: That's right, Yupperware. Yupperware is guaranteed to keep the souls of your victims fresh until you rip them from their everlasting torment to serve your every slavish desire, as a demonic minion should. You'll have no more interrupted summons, no more griping or forlorn pleas to be sent back. Your minion will be glad to serve you since you kept him tormented in such a suitable container.
0: And look how fresh they are. (laughs)
1: Yes, fresh as an undead daisy. Yupperware. Available on the auction house in 12, 14, 16 in the gigantic 20 slot magnum. Yupperware. For the warlock that's packing.
0: And proud sponsor of. Four,
3: four, <laughs>
0: and welcome to for the horde radio this is episode 15 if this is your first time listening we hope you enjoy. If you are a return listener, thank you, thank you for downloading and giving us a listen again. You know, very often on this show, very often, yes, very, we we talk about things we don't like, which some consider whining, which some consider bitching, and you know what it is. But today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about quests, because let's face it, 90% of our time in game is, is doing quests. It's all we do. A lot of them. Tons, hundreds, thousands. Quests of every shape and size, and most of them are real pains in the ass. Let's face it. You've got orcs without blood, you've got boars without lungs, you've got bats without feet... All these things people need that they're too damn lazy to get for themselves, and they send you out to get them. But today, we are going to talk about the cool quests. The cool ones. The ones we actually enjoyed. There are some out there. Not many, but there's a couple out there. That that I personally have found enjoyment in doing. Which, when you when all is said and done, you go... One of two things. You go, either, that was really cool, or, wow, that was really easy. <laughs> and and both qualify as good quests. Easy works. Easy definitely works. So we're going to talk about a couple of mine, and of course, as always, if you would like to chime in on this topic, please do, and shoot us over an email, and let us know about a quest that you actually had fun with but i'm gonna talk about a couple here because why not and if this is spoilers for some of you i apologize because uh some of them i have in mind are in outlands and i know some of our our folks haven't been out to outlands yet but again there's really nothing hearing about it doesn't really take away the experience of doing it for yourself so, but, but if you really don't want to know anything, well, then we can um, we could play Baby Elephant Walk for you while we talk about this or, or something. But um, we're going to talk about it anyway. Two that are leaping to mind. Well, they're not leaping, really. But they're, they're coming to mind. Two quests in particular, and both are found at the scenarian Hold in Outlands, right past Hellfire. There is that little tauren Night Elf area combined, scenario, and whole druid place. There are two quests that are leaping to mind there, and the reason these qualify is because they fall under the easy category, which is always cool. We don't mind easy quests, I don't. I'm, maybe some people mind them, but you know what? Getting a, a lot of XP for doing very little makes me smile. And it's so rare you get these. I think that's why they're treasured. The two that leap to mind, uh, there's one in particular, when you hit friendly. When you get a reputation of friendly with these people, a torrent will trip. She gets a little thing over her head, a little exclamation point. And you talk to her and she says, go forth, go forth into this land and get to the blessings of our two trees and if you look around you can't really miss them they are two giant freaking trees walking around and if you tilt your head up really high you can look over them and see a teeny teeny little question mark over their head and you go up to them and you say hi Mr. Tree I was told to get your blessing and the tree says okay here it is and you got to do this for each tree. Done. Quest over. You go back, and they say, "Oh, that's wonderful. You got the blessing of the trees. Okay, have sixty-five hundred experience points and two hundred and fifty rep with the Scenarian Hold. Thank you for playing." So naturally, I like that one just because, well, it's fun. If you actually like took the time and read what the trees have to say, it's kind of cool. But most of us don't. We just kind of barrel through. I know I do on a lot of them. Which, and I know I'm missing stuff when I do that. I am missing out on a lot when you just kind of skim 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 and you don't actually read you can miss on a lot of humor and a lot of background in the lore itself the other quest that takes place is actually part of a chain and you know i've blocked out what happens before and i've blocked out what happens after all i can remember off the top of my head is this part of the quest. And it's some night elf chick who's standing there who she gives you something before this and says, "Go gather these stinkweeds or whatever the heck they send you to have to get and you do that, and you come back, and she says, "Okay, now, if you don't mind, like in, in if you did, it would matter, but if you don't mind, uh, I'd like to use you as my eyes and and to send you forth, you know, use my secret night elf spell thingy." and and use you as a vessel to go forth and scout for me. And, of course, what are you going to say? No. You say, sure. And you get turned into a bird of some nature, a hawk of something, and you go off around Zang. Now, see, you're on a premeditated flight path. You have no control over any of this. And while you are scouting out over the land of Zangamarsh, you get whispers from this night elf, Uh, saying something that I'm sure is relevant. What I love about this quest is you don't have to do anything. You essentially hit OK, and the rest just kind of happens. So you can go get yourself a sandwich, you know, go stretch your legs, make a phone call, and you come back and it's all been done. You don't even have to be at your machine for this quest. You just walk away for it, and that's rather pleasant. It's nice to get the easy ones every so often. We so often put up with such tedious quests It's nice to get something that's a little more easygoing. Of course, I think all of our favorites have to be the FedEx quests, which are everywhere. You know, take this message to so-and-so, but I got to tell you a story of the best one of these I've ever had. And the reason it was the best, it was just due to the comedy. It was, I want to say, now I'm going from splatchy memory. And no, I didn't look this up prior to the show. Why would I do that? No! But you're going... I believe it was the Plaguelands, and I did this on my main, long ago. Running out through the Plagueland, I think I was on my way to the eastern Plaguelands, and as I was trudging along, it may not have been the Plaguelands, but it was some really god-awful place. It could have been on my way to Swamp of Sorrows, I'm not 100%. It was one of these just depressing, god-awful bleh, places that you run through, and there are so many! In Azeroth, that we must go through. So it may not have been the plague lens. Do not quote me on this. But what happened was, as I was running, I see a little road, and I can see from the main road this little path goes up to what looks like an abandoned tower. And standing before the abandoned tower are two undead. One of which has an exclamation point over his head. I go, hmm, trudge up there with the big blue troll feet, and go, yes. And he tells me some story of some nature and says, oh, I need you to deliver this message. Okay, not a problem. I can handle that. Sure. I accept the quest. The guy standing next to him gets the question mark for the turn in. What I'm wondering is you could not have extended your hand to give the guy this note. He's right there. You couldn't do this. You got to make me do this. You couldn't turn your body and say, oh, you couldn't, like, tell him. No, you had to write it down on a piece of paper, wait for some schmo to come by, hand it to them. He's right. This couldn't have been a very important message. Needless to, what did I care, right? You go, you go, okay, here. If this, what, were they not talking to each other? They should have at least put that in. That would have made it more fun If like, I'm not talking to him here. Take this note to him. No, I I don't even think it was that involved. It was not even that involved with this. So you turn it in, you get X number of XP, and then I think he wanted you to go kill some elite thing, which I said no thanks. So that was just a fun little thing that happened to me one day running through Azeroth, and I it, I, it stuck with me because lazy-ass quest givers. It just was really amusing that the question mark went off right next to the guy, right? The guy right there. Not even in the building. Because you've had those. That's usually in the starting area. That'll happen a lot. But it's the starting area. It's the kindergarten. They gotta take you by the hand and kinda walk you through. And that's fine, but this was like older, Plague Lands type levels, which is in your 50s, and you kinda don't need as much hand holding by this point, or at least we hope you don't. You kinda know how this works. You couldn't give this guy this note. Anyway, that was a fun one, and again, because of the ease. I have to say, one I, I like, and it wasn't for the ease. By any means. It was for the humor. It's a quest out in Shadow Moon Valley. So it's a higher up one. And you have to... It's a chain quest. And come to think of it, I don't think I finished the chain. Because the chain ends with kill these 12 elites. Like, oh thanks, no. One of those. But it's some demon outpost which is really like right up the road from the Horde camp. And you get sent there to kill X number of this and kill X number of that. And you come back and okay, now go back again and kill x number of this and x number of that go get me this toothpick that's under the feet of some really big thing because i need it and then you come back with the toothpick bloodied and beaten and they say okay now we all love those right but here's the part i really had to i, I snicker even today because it was clever it was funny this captain of the guard this orc captain As you have come back with the toothpick. And you say, here is the toothpick. And he says, okay, now I have a really important mission for you. Really important. You need to go undercover and listen in. You have to sneak in and listen in on this secret communique between the demons. It's very important. This is really a big mission. And I am giving it to you. And we trust in your skills to do this. But you know, it's... we we know you're gonna need some help doing you know sneaking in and getting this information without being seen so we're going to give you the top of the line never before seen secret item that you can use to disguise yourself are you ready take this box there you're all set go yes if you've done it you're snickering because you you know i tell the truth If you haven't, wait, you get a box. I'm not kidding. It's a box that goes in your inventory. And it's a box. And you need the box to go sneak up again to this communication device thing and get there. Get really close. And once you are there, yes, you use the box. And you are under the box. You are under it. Now here's the funny part aside like that wasn't amusing enough no there's more amusement as blizzard will do occasionally because when you are under the box now they do make a big point um in the quest itself if you read the quest it'll it'll tell you and if you actually look at the item it'll tell you this don't move once you use this item do not move don't turn around don't look around don't jump up and down they they do it subtly but they they pretty much spell it out don't move when you're using this item item itself you run your mouse over it use to be secret spy in such and such a place do not move well in case you missed the subtle hint the, the subtle beating over the head of this when you're under the box look up in your right hand corner where you have all your buffs and a box shows up as a buff. and if you run your mouse over this box it says shh don't move you're a box like you didn't know that before for some reason, that just tickled me to no end when I saw that. And it actually says, shh, don't move, you're a box. Wink, wink. No one will know it's you. So you hide under a box. Anyway, and of course, once you hide under the box, it trips the event. And this demon comes out and has some kind of conversation, which I don't even remember. You're just waiting to see complete... You know, go flash across your screen. You care less about the hell they're saying. And, of course, the one demon before, right before it's over looks and goes, where'd that box come from? They don't find you if you don't move. But I just really was tickled to death by that just because I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Shit. Box. Um, uh, so that's one of my one of my favorite that is is coming to mind because I just love the humor. Blizzard's got such fun humor sometimes. They do have some fun stuff. Occasionally. Not a whole hell of a lot. There is actually and again, I'm sorry guys, if this is a spoiler, but well what do you, there, there it is. It's out, I, I'm I'm kinda doing it all over again uh with the pally, so taking like dragging my feet, trying to get the pally through outlands i like the rogue the rogue is more fun but no i have to i it's out a spite now getting the pally to 70 is just out of sheer spite for myself it's like i have gotten you this far you were going to be 70 and then we will never speak to you ever again okay we will put you in in a box we we have one It works great with demons. We will put you in this box and that'll be the end of you. So it's kind of very, all this is really fresh. So that's probably why I'm remembering it so fondly. But there is actually one and it was shocking because I'm going to say this. And and even though this show is obviously pre-recorded, I promise you, I hear you groan when I say these next two words. I hear you. Escort Quest. Yes, Escort Quest. Does anyone like Escort Quest? Is there, if you know what, if you do... Please write in the show and tell me why, why you like them. Because 99% I think of us hate, hate anything that has to do with escort quests. Anything. And there's a couple of reasons why we hate them so much. One, well, there's just, I'm thinking it's, there's so many reasons we hate them. Well, let's start out with the obvious. One, these people walk slowly. They walk Yes, it's always a big emergency. Oh, hurry up, because they're always prisoners, right? They're always prisoners. Escort quests are always prisoners, locked somewhere, and you have to let them out and escort them out of said area. And it's always, hurry up, let's go! I'm just going to walk now. Very slowly leave. Oh. And they have this way of running toward danger. You can be 10 miles from the nearest bad guy. And they'll run. Then they run. They can't run any other time. But no, then they run towards it. That's the one thing they're really good at. They, They aim. And and while they're running towards it, this is my favorite, while they're running towards it, they scream, Help me, I'm being attacked! Well, y'all, yutz, you wouldn't be attacked if you ran the other way! I know, I said we were going to talk about quests we don't like, but you know what? Escort quests are a special, special topic. They're in a whole subcategory all their own. But actually, this is leading to something, to, to a fun quest that I did recent, very recently, and the first time I ever have done it. So, but first, we have to talk about what's wrong with escort quests and how we can fix them, because I don't think anyone likes them. Yes, so they have a way of running toward the NPCs, or my other favorite is they make NPCs Materialize out of thin air. There could be nothing around. And they just make it appear and go, hit at me, I'm being attacked. Oh, man. They're. Interesting escort quests are very interesting, actually, the reason i, I chain of thought I, I got started on this was because there is one in outlands here's what shocked me about it because I was over in Sangamarsh doing when I first did this ever there's some um, real i don't know what the heck they are what they call them they're drain eye, but no, they're not the special alliance drain eye no they're the lost ones, right bunch of little city that and while you're there you gotta kill X number this X number that fine and there's a Torin who is of course being held prisoner needs an escort fine it's like well, well I'm here fine she needs an escort back to the scenarian hold fine let's go here's what shocked me about this quest the Torin ran I was so impressed I, a cheer went up I was like oh my god finally they get it Finally, someone over at Blizzard figured out where they put the Burning Crusade together. Gee, let's make the NPCs run. When they are trying to flee from captivity, instead of this slow saunter that they've been doing up until now. They haven't, of course, improved any of the old quests, but hopefully the new ones continue with this pattern, because I kind of like it. She ran! I was so thrilled. I was I was so happy that she ran. That's what brought me up to the escort quests. But there was one I did recently. It was not an LA. This was out in Ashenvale, and my wee baby rogue stumbled upon it now because of the new quests that you can see them, like, really far out on your, tar- on your mini-map, the little exclamation points. Well, because, you know, for the last two big characters I ran through that area, that wasn't in effect. So I'm running out my little rogue, and I see it. I had never done this before. reason why, it's some freaking orc standing out in the middle of the forest. Like, I, I was ever going to find you? And there he is. He's standing there with the exclamation point. And I go, what do you want? And he says, hey, we're going to make a run on that little night elf outpost over there. And we want you to come and he keeps pluralizing and then you you say okay and he turns now when I first did this he turned to nobody and said all right men let's go and i went who are you talking to am i are you like psychotic orc or something you've been hanging out in these trees a little too long so we went out there and promptly died because i was way under level for this but i had to try i had never done it before I had no idea what to expect, then I knew. So I came back to it a couple levels later, and here, there he is, standing there again. I said, we're gonna, you know, revenge is sweet. We're gonna do this. And he does the same thing. He turns around and talks to nobody. All right, men, let's go. And again, I have to wonder, who are you talking? Okay, orcs been out here uh, with the trees too much. And we go, and I'm fine, he dies quest failed, because, you know, there's the NPCs hanging out there that you gotta kill, and of course, just like it's kind of a different kind of escort it's not, you know, save me, it's let's go attack, which actually, in my opinion, was really cool I I like the fighting alongside NPCs I don't know why. I just think whenever you have one of those quests, see, another cool thing. Whenever you have a quest that requires you to fight alongside an NPC, I think it's so awesome because from uh, lore, I guess, whatever kind of thing, st- it just sucks you right into the game. It makes you feel like, ooh, I'm doing like something historic and something cool. Although most of us are going, ooh, all the XP I'm going to get for doing this. So, <laughs> what's the quest reward? But I always think those kind of quests are really slick. So this was really cool. So it was kind of an escort because he can't die. Because if he does, quest failed. So he died. And at this point, I'm getting a little ticked off about this quest. I'm going, I'm going to do this hell or high water. Because I got really close to almost finishing it. Doesn't that suck? When you're almost done with the quest and you die, quest failed. Ugh. So I was almost almost done with it i said okay you know what i'm gonna do before i try this again i'm gonna clear out because yes this guy had the amazing ability of making npcs spawn out of midair tag that on to the regular npcs that are just there and you've got yourself a fun interesting time so i said okay and i cleared out all the regular npcs just lurking around figuring okay they can't respond that fast this way all we gotta do is go in he can spawn his invisible npcs you know like five of them that show up five night elves show up and we can take them on this way he's not getting a beating just trying to get to point b inside this building so i do that and i run back to the orc and there are a bunch of other NPCs with him suddenly and now when I said okay for the quest and he turns to them and says alright men let's go it made sense my question is where the hell were they the other two times I don't know but they weren't there. And, of, of course, I'm thinking, well, Jesus, had you guys been there prior, we would have had no trouble. Because it's like five extra NPCs. You all go in in this mob. It was cool. Of course, they all go running in. And I had cleared out everything. So they're like, oh, uh, there's nothing to fight. There's nothing to fight. Uh, hello? All right, let's spawn some NPCs because this is all empty here. Because I didn't know. I just thought the guy was a lunatic talking to midair. I I didn't know what the heck that was about. And all of a sudden, there's this huge mob of NPCs that tags along. Okay, it was I do Obviously, glitch. Bit of a glitch. So for those um you know early level twenties horde going out to the Splinter Tree post, I and mean, when if you see the orc. If he doesn't have anyone with him, you are going to have a hard time with this quest. So just a little heads up for you there. But I do enjoy uh, the NPC fights. When you fight alongside NPCs, I think it's so cool. I will uh, tell you another funny story because, well, that's why I'm here. I'm here to tell you amusing things that happened to me. And then ask you to send emails in about amusing things that have happened to you. There was, when it first opened, for those of you who have been around this long, think back to when aq opened up i know we have listeners who have been back that far so you had to have been witness to this event which by the way was an awesomely cool event blizzard will i think i've said this in past episodes they'll never do it again they will never do it again because it crashed the server three times on me uh it was just lag i don't know what they thought was gonna happen i don't know what you know and and i I can, I'm very sure I had brought this up before and said I was going to do this, and I don't think I have. I have pictures of the event because I stood, I was there at the crack, you know, bright and early, and I took pictures as the event went on. And I will say it was really a fun. It was involved. It was so awesome to be there for it. But the lag, oh my God, it was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, because imagine... Every high level player on Alliance and Horde in one area fighting not each other. But a common enemy, which, again, I do love that aspect of it. I I do. The, you know, two opposing factions coming, being forced to, you know, kind of call it a truce to attack a common enemy is a cool theme. But after the event was said and done and the instance opened, the guild I was in at the time, no, not the insane guild, which I have mentioned in the past, the big insane lunatic guild, not that one. There was another one I did belong to, which was also a fairly large guild, not as insane. We went into AQ, and it was the the cool part about it was it was the first time for anybody nobody knew what to expect nobody knew you didn't have it down to a science yet it was and and it's kind of nice to walk into an instance when you don't know what's coming because in a way it reaches a point and those of you who are in big guilds and who do the runs continuously you know you get it down to a science where you can like okay the pat's gonna come in three, two, one. Pat, I mean, you really have it down that well. So it was really cool to go in and not know what was going to happen. Nobody, And it it wasn't just you so you feel like a doofus, because that sucks. When you're the first one, like, this is my first time ever in wherever. And everyone else has done the run like a thousand times so you feel really stupid. But nobody knew. So we were all on the same footing. Nobody had an advantage to know what the heck was going down. So we clear, for those of you who have done it, you know, you go in, you clear out the first room as best you can. Sneak in, clear it further we went made it to the first boss I will say I was very proud we took the fir- the first boss down on our second try Our first try we found out about the sand bubbles that was a unique experience to find out about the sand bubbles those who have never done AQ sand bubbles on the first boss there are these big bubbles that form randomly around in the sand and when they explode they take you with um, if you see a sand bubble forming by or near you run away! We found this out the hard way. (laughs) We're standing there firing with the boss. All these sand bubbles are going off. You know, players are dropping like flies. (laughs) But we figured it out after our first wipe and came back and gave it a shot and realized, oh, run away from the sand bubbles. And we did, and we were very proud of ourselves. We took the boss down second try. We were all high. You know, everyone's, like, pumped up and, yeah, yeah. And in our celebration, and, of course, you know, loot's getting picked, you know, master loot, you know, the guild masters getting the loot everyone's kind of you know re-healing and getting their mana back up okay everyone rebuff kind of that moment after you down a boss you kind of have that regroup and one it wasn't the main tank it was an off tank off in the distance from this corpse you see a line of npcs and one of them has an exclamation point over their head and he did what anyone else would have done because you know what you would have done i know what i would have done you run over and you click it and go yeah you got a quest especially in an instance well he did nobody thought anything of it (laughs) now keep in mind we're all on event for this so you're you're hearing people talking so he runs over and he clicks it and you see in the chat the npc say finally we got some backup let's go or something to that effect. And all these NPCs start running off to the next room. And all you hear everyone go dead quiet, except for the guy who tripped the quest who says, Whoa, that ain't good. And it wasn't. It was really awful what happened next because they go running in and out of this next room come horrid, horrid things. Bugs, big giant bugs and flappy. Bugs and scarabs, and and they keep coming in these waves, and you can't kill them fast enough. We never, I've never been past the first boss to AQ. Because after we tried this a couple times, we went, okay, well, that sucks. (laughs) Maybe in 70, it's a lot better, but that was a unique experience, (laughs) and I'm sure it was one of those things, you know, protect these fighters or whatever, and they'll fight alongside of you, but man, they were down quick, but it was just a moment of, oh, what's this? Oh, crap. One of those moments, which is always fun when it happens, especially with a group of people. It's always cool. Well, have I got on long enough about quests? I think I touched upon a positive note here, slightly, for a change. Maybe about quests and, and there are quests out there that are cool and fun and make you enjoy the game. So if you have such a moment that you found amusing and would like to share with us, such as my AQ story... Or just a quest that you say, you know what, this is a cool quest. Let us know, please. Send us an email and, well, the email address, for those who don't know, is FTHradio at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to read out your story, your tale, your insight on quests. Cool. Anyway, we are sliding into our first break because I think we need one after all that. So we're going to go right now into our first music break, and we hope you enjoy.
3: Jumping on my back I stepped into the wrong place And now I'm under attack I'm level 2 and out of mana And my armor is red This is the 22nd time today That I'll be dead Healing spell is interrupted Maybe dying is best I'm not giving up tonight Until I finish my quest Resurrected my corpse And it sucks to be me 20 horde running up And I'm marked PvP My guildmates call me a anew Later I'm in molten core I'm only healing the main tank And I'm getting bored Even though I'm holy specked I want the chance to fight So I make sure no one's looking And begin to holy smite Well I truly aggro, Everyone is confused I cringe behind my computer screen And let out it ooze The rogue dies The hunter dies and those are all crash landing And when all the dust settles I'm the last one standing I got kicked out of the guild And I don't know why I got kicked out of the guild
0: I never did i had i had stumbled upon that and i had never heard it before for those others who also haven't that was the world of warcraft song by grieve no more you can find them at GarageBand, which is www.garageband.com fun song and uh, probably hits a little too close for home for some people now, this is usually the time where we go into view from the barn. And we are getting to view. We are getting to view from the barn. But before we get there, we have to address something that has happened. And bring back one of our other members of For the Horde Radio for a brief commentary. To give you a brief overview before we, we go into this. Um, A random guildmate received a whisper from someone who wasn't terribly happy with the show. In all honesty, I have been expecting one of these for the last 15 shows. And at long last, one has come. I could think of no one better to turn this over to answer than to just pick it up and hand it over to our friend.
4: This is Court. And you're on my corner. An Alliance player whispers. This is a listener of FTH Radio. I just want to say, you guys suck. I can't see why anyone would hate Alliance. You guys are stupid. I'm on the Hellscream server, and I hate Horde. They're ugly, and they're bad at everything. Eat me. F.T. Ollie. Gnomes beat you. We will refrain from using your name out of our good nature, as one day you will look back on this with embarrassment when you finally grow up, though such a day is long in the future. No doubt you were elected From whatever group you represent, as it is likely you are the most literate of all of them. You managed to grossly misspell only 15 words in five sentences. We would also like to congratulate you on your circus-like approach to punctuation. But let us address the body of your message with more scrutiny. Let's start off with the fact that you whispered to a random guild member who other than being a good person has nothing to do with For the Horde Radio. I think that you would want to share these brilliant observations you have made with Auntie Ed, Big V, or myself. An email can always be sent if you want to truly have a discussion about anything you feel strongly over that we have addressed. However, your approach is far better than that. You accost the first guild member you can find, spew something on them that resembles a sentence, and run. A cursory examination of your message reveals you are capable of spelling the word you once you've taken a running start at it. We have therefore extrapolated that you do not think the letter U sucks, but that we do. We can only guess why. Here are a few guesses. Could it be that you believe this because the prevailing attitude at For the Horde radio places a majority of the Alliance in the sub-moron category, could it be that this attitude further looks upon the majority of the Alliance players as immature, impatient, rude, ignorant, and somewhat cowardly? Could it be that our further dealings with four mentioned Alliance players means our souls die a little each time we enter the game? We could receive no more concrete proof and validation of our views than your drive-by verbal vomit. You claim you are a listener of For the Horde Radio, yet you say we suck. If we suck, why are you listening to us? If we are stupid, why do you take time away from your spelling lessons, which you clearly need? in order to download our show. Let us try to introduce you to a higher concept, which you may or may not grasp. If you hit your head repeatedly with a hammer, it hurts. When you stop, so does the pain. Remember last Tuesday? It's very simple. If you don't like the show, don't listen. In our own defense, we warned everyone in our last episode that it would waste their time to listen to our show. You should be doing more important things, such as typing more exclamation points at the end of your sentences. I don't think five are enough. As you are entitled to your own opinion, you are very much in your right to hate the Horde. But your reasons are so pathetic. Because we're ugly, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And from reading your whisper, I must say, you are a very ugly person indeed. Also, you say we're bad at everything. But of course, you provide nothing to support this statement. I wonder what you are basing that on. But Wait, you have seven exclamation points after that statement, so it must be true. And your passionate comment about gnomes beating us. Let me take a wild guess what your main class is. Obviously, you dislike hearing all of the picking we do on gnomes. The truth hurts, doesn't it? We can think of no better place for you to be than on the side of the Alliance. We are grateful and beg you never to come over to the Horde. However, to answer your question as to why anyone would hate the Alliance, go look in
0: the mirror. Now you know. And we thank you, Court, for taking the time to answer that special whisper. So you fully can appreciate, so all our listeners can fully, fully appreciate exactly what is being responded to. Because hearing it really doesn't do it that much justice. We're going to post it on our website under this week's or this episode's notes and let you view it for yourself because honestly there's just no way to describe it there really is no way to describe it you have to see it for yourself i recommend you take a peek at it just to fully appreciate how bad it is but anyway so we hope that uh, satisfies that listener. Another satisfied listener, anyway. Now that we have taken care of that business, now that 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 ugliness is over, we will now skip and dance and prance in two.
1: Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff. It's the view from the barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big v. I've been leveling the Madge, yeah, been leveling the Alt there, and having a grand old time doing it. You know, had a couple people uh, ride in and say, uh, so how's the Madge going? And the Madge is going good. I mean, she's still got big old trailer park Tammy Wynette hair, but Madge is a good time. I've been a little outspoken. In my defense of you know wearing the heavy metal and standing in front of everybody uh, taking all the damage and you know maybe a just a tad bit of derision cast towards the uh, t-shirt and sweatpants crowd there I tell you. <laughs> the damage makes up for the cloth. Let me just <laughs> tell you right now. I had to fiddle around with the specs some. Have I have I already talked about this? Mm. Or not so much? I
0: think you mentioned it.
1: Okay, all right. I I've I fiddled around with Frost Spec. I started out Fire. Then I said, no,
0: no, no, no. I want
1: to do that whole AOE grind thing. That'll be so cool. And, and I tried that for a while. Now, all the while, I'm funding the alt with Big V. Mm-hmm. i I'm funding the alt with the main. You can only respec so many times before it gets expensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Which makes me wonder how these people are, you know, they'll spec for PvP, you know, one, you know, in, during the week, and then they'll spec for uh, raids the next. I've, I'm not that flush. I don't even have an epic mount yet. So,
2: <laughs>
1: I really had to... Uh, Really had to decide, okay, what do I want to do here? Do I want to do that cool, that whole cool running around thing? Or do I want to just be able to stand there with mana and deal some damage? Picked the uh, the dealing damage. I was able to keep more mana, which made me happy because <laughs> there is nothing more pathetic than watching a uh, Madge with no mana poking something in the face with a stick. <laughs> It's like, have at you, whack. And meanwhile, you know, your health bar is turning, is going down, down, down. And what are you doing? You're doing all these fancy pool cue moves and flinging it behind your back. And all the while, you're getting your ass kicked by a gnoll or a kobold. Yes, even worse, the kobolds. Remember oh, those? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. They hang out in Thousand Needles. Fuzzy smelly as we hates them forever. Anyway interesting thing I found out about Frost though I love Frost I gotta tell you Frost is just a lot of fun but you kinda have to have the mentality of a World War II submarine captain when you have specked Frost, I think. Now, there are other people out there that I'm absolutely positive have done this for much longer than I have, and will say, you know, the cow's off his twig here. But I was out in Terran Mill, because I got done doing Ghostlands and such, and you leave there when you're like 22, 23. You know, 23 if you, know, you, you got held back in grade. So I go to I go to Terran Mill, because I just absolutely cannot face the barons again. Just can't do it. Now, the downside of that, the thing is, Terran Mill, I think the concentration of the hunts there is actually a little higher than it is in the Barrens, and the Barrens got all this area to spread them out over, and there are just so many more things for them to attack. Hillsbrad, Foothills, all they got is Terran Mill, right there, and they are flogging it. I mean, they are wearing it out. So, you know, I'm... Bouncing around there in my cloth and, you know, trying to find a live quest giver to turn things into. Well, actually, they're not really alive. They're undead, but not dead, dead. Dead, dead. There I am. And if you've ever been to Terran Mill, you know there's that big field there, you know, just outside of town. With with the charming cathedral where they've hung people from. You know, the spy you know, the it's not a yard arm, it's not a spire, it's just kind of a thing sticking out there of what looks like a church, which really rather really chilling. But hey, they're undead. They can do that. So anyway, out past the field there is kind of a lake and out there is all that roams around out there are bears and spiders. And you' got it's, it's another one of those pre-outland quests where you know, kill so many of this, kill so many of that, and maybe they'll have the guts that you need to bring back to the alchemist. So he can send you back to Undercity and then they'll send you back to Terran Mill and then you'll have to go and drink blood out of a goat's head or something like that. <laughs> um, turn around three times, you know, a lot of fart and then skip back. And okay, yes, you've completed the quest. Here's three silver, and you can pay for your repairs. (laughs) Get used to it. So I'm out there killing uh, big damn spiders and bears. Now, I do this all with the frost, and from what I'm seeing, or from what I can gather at least, that whole AoE grind thing really, you need to be above level 30 for that. Now, I'm in the 20s, and I've respect to Frost. And, yeah, I've got all the essential spells. I'm just probably just not using them right. Anyway, I try all that, and I'm finding that I have to really position myself well. You know, okay, he's coming towards me. Oh, I need to move a little bit. Yeah, okay, I'm over here. Alright, here we go. Frosty spell. Winding it up. Fling, fling. Then root him to the ground, and you keep running, turn around, start casting it again, and it was challenging, and I enjoyed it. But I'm not going to do that for much, till much, much later, because it took—well, it took so bloody long to kill stuff, and you ran out of mana so fast. So I said, "Hell with this! I'm respecting Went fire, and I've just been blowing stuff up ever since.
0: And You're a happy mage.
1: Right? I am. I'm a happy mage that can tell really long stories about nothing. <laughs> Seriously, I just examined my navel for ten minutes there. Really digging the Madge, though. What I'm not really a huge fan of is uh, not that uh, this character is a blood elf, because, well, hey, blood elves have their place, too. Actually, we love the blood elves. Blood elves rock. Um, But what doesn't rock about blood elves is their mounts. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing good about those things. No. I mean, I've I've walked past them, and I've thought, you know what? How the hell do you ride to a raid? I mean, and not die of embarrassment. Okay, all right, let's let's look at this for a second. We got two kinds of lizards. Big damn lizard and kind of your Corvette looking lizard. Troll's got a lizard, uh interestingly enough, Torrin got a lizard. I don't know what a more appropriate mount would be for Tarin, but hey big damn lizard works you got the orcs riding on their wolves you've got the undead riding on their undead things well, what do the blood elves get a peacock they get a peacock i mean I, i'm seriously i'm not i'm not even doing the silver moon city rep because i don't want one of those things put me on i mean seriously i'm gonna have to run out to duratar and start doing those quests much don't want to because I've seen about as much of that orange land as I want to for a while. Send me over to Terrace Fall Glades. I mean seriously, I'm 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 turning in a ton of cloth, man. Yeah. Here, have it. Can I have your bag of bones, horse, please?
5: Anything? Anything? I mean Anything. I,
1: I I don't even I mean just maybe just a big dog. Goat. An undead goat. And it doesn't even have to be on fire, you know? It doesn't it doesn't even have to do like cool little racing stripes on it. It could just do like a, you know, an unearthly,
3: you
1: know, just a really pissed off dead goat sound. I mean, I'd be fine with that. Anything but a freaking peacock.
0: God, you see the ladies on those more. I I don't see a lot of male characters because you don't know who's behind the keyboard, so I don't know. But I've noticed that a lot of male blood elves are. Not on the Peacocks. They're on anything but. Hell yeah,
1: I'd walk if I was not if I was a male blood elf. <laughs> I don't care how much rep I had to grind. I would, I, if I was a male blood elf, I would not be riding that thing. No way. Not okay. just nope, but hell no.
0: I don't know how we, I, I don't know where they came up with that one. They were, I thought, originally was supposed to be a little bit more dragon-like or something. You know, in beta. Well, he they,
1: they missed the mark on that one, let me tell you.
0: Or maybe people just got that impression because they're called Dragon which is really a misleading name that, That's not a dragon Wait, hawk. but that's
1: their nickname. That's their They're dragon hawks
0: I think so And I don't see either in that I don't see a hawk even I see
1: neither hawk Nor do I see dragon I see heaps and heaps of ridicule Being piled on me if I ride that Abomination. You know, I would even take that. If I can't have the undead goat, give me an abomination. I don't care how slow they are and if their guts are falling out. Y'all you know, hanging on to that arm on the back with the sickle on it. Let me ride around on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, go. Go, Gordo. <laughs> Onward. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Onward! Ooh, I gotta get the exhaust system checked on this thing. So yeah, the whole mounts thing.
2: <laughs>
0: Blood elves. I mean, even I gotta even say, even the mechanical chicken is just like one step over the peacock.
1: They are, but you know, I gotta, I, I gotta give you know some horrid love to uh, Blizzard on that one because as much as I hate to say it, for the gnomes, they really work.
0: <laughs> they do, actually. I mean,
1: they're loud and nasty, but, you know. Yeah, aside from the uh aside from the warlock Mount, those are I won't say they're the, the coolest thing going 'cause no they're not, but they're pretty neat. And, you know, I just kinda like the thing. it goes back to the whole Empire Strikes Back thing for me. You know? Ah, I mean yeah. and it's uh, I was always a huge fan of the A uh of the at-ats, I think, and the ATS T walkers. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just cool and yeah, so that that appeals to me a little bit. I'd love to see a on one of those things.
0: I think you should be able to somehow, through some quest or something...
1: Steal a mount.
0: Exactly. I mean,
1: yeah, you're yeah, kind of a gone in 60 seconds thing. You sneak to Ironfall, you sneak over to Dune Mora, and you have to blow up those two... Um, I'm digging back into my alliance knowledge here, I'm sorry, it's making me a little sick. Those two ah, ah, hell, they look like tanks. But they're that's where they that's where the gnomes sell mechanistriders, that's the name. You blow up those two tanks and you steal one of the things. And then you have to ride then you have to ride, you know, through uh ah, what is it? What is what is that place that you gotta go through to get to the Badlands? Um I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it's green, and there are dwarves all over the place. And, you know, you've got to take a left off the road, run through, you know, a bunch of Neanderthal guys, and then you're in the Badlands. Only way to get there. Only way to go get the fly point. Which is way the hell away from everything. It's it's where Ulda, you you got to go past Ulda to get there. God. But,
0: yeah, you should be able to steal yeah. mounds That would be cool. <laughs> No raiding party's doing that. Oh seriously, yeah,
1: no doubt. And you see some warlock get beat up for his, uh, you know, for his. What is it, a fell steed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be bad.
0: Well, not for the fel- uh, the, uh, the fell steed's a totally different story. Yeah. That's a, that's a quest thing. You, you can't really steal that. But just the other factions mounts. Yeah. Because I will admit, and I hate to admit it, but they are kind of cool. The cats. The night yeah. elf cats are yeah. uh, kind of neat. They are kind of cool. And I think it'd be cool to go into wherever the hell that night elf place is, which is out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah. Talk about like buried. <laughs> Talk about absolutely buried. Like who would ever do a raid on this place? You can't get to it. Go out there and and take them kitty cats because that would be cool.
1: Oh, yeah, well, you couldn't get there because it's purple and happy, and it makes that Star Trek planet sound.
0: I, I could all of that if I could get a cat
1: now. I'm still holding out for the undead goat.
0: You're holding out for the undead goat? Okay. i us say, what happened? this
1: swallow Stevie Nicks or something? So, alright, what have I covered here? I've covered mages, I've covered mounts. There's gotta be more than that. Um, okay. The, um... I've started, uh, started playing the Cow again. Not because I've gotten tired of the Madge. Love of the Madge. I think I've made that abundantly clear. Yeah. But um, Cow's not getting any levels. You know, he's still. Like a good level and a half away from his next talent point, which you know, when you get into Outland and you get up to those levels, talent points become a whole new source of satisfaction. You know, seriously, you're waiting on that. I mean, you're like a kid waiting for his allowance. You know, you're hopping up and down doing the pee dance, going, "Hey, give me the talent point!" So, and I am. Cal hadn't seen a talent point since candy bars cost a nickel. Well, you do
0: know that when you hit outlet, when he hit sixty. Not necessarily yep. Outlands, but when you hit 60, you start getting spells every level. I did not know that. Most people don't because obviously it goes against all buying spell logic
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah. So you go to the trainer every level? Okay, I feel like a freaking idiot. No,
0: I don't because I don't th- they don't really make it a popular knowledge. I kind of stumbled on it myself when my main was going through. And I stopped by the trainer on an off level mm-hmm. or-, or something and I'm like, wait a minute. I can get a spell. Or if you look, you'll see, like, you know, obtainable at level 63. Hmm. And it's not a lot. Well, this way, because they cost a freaking fortune. Oh, Lord, yeah. So I think they kind of did it that way, so it wasn't so much... You know, every two levels. But yeah, once you hit 60, they start going every level, which a lot of people don't know. And then they get, you know, they're doing the every two and go and like drop 50 gold on two spells. <laughs> like, well, you could have sublet that. You could have put it on layaway or something there. Come on. Yeah. Really? So just a heads up to anyone who didn't know that.
1: Good to know.
0: Good. See? Viable. There we go. All right.
1: One other thing. And I know we've talked about this. A bit, but this um this happened to me the other night when I was in chat Uh, lag.
0: Oh, that wasn't it. Oh, okay.
1: No, no. Oh, I thought that was
0: a big story. I'm sorry.
1: But that's part of it. Um, yeah, there was lag, lag from hell, and I've I've pretty much decided that unless I'm turning stuff in, I'm pretty much boycotting chat. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna change my hearth. I'm gonna change my hearth to wherever I'm living. I don't care if there are those whippy skippy little teleport things. I'm not living in the Aldor Rise anymore. Just not. Because, first of all, you're a Tarin, and you hearth back to the Aldor Rise, and yes, I know they're draining I don't know what possessed me. I thought, I thought yeah, the other rep gear looked better. Uh, anyway, when you hearth back to Shaft, to the Aldor Rise, you wind up behind the desk at the end. So, when you materialize, and everything else is going from being dots to characters you know tunes you can't move you don't realize you're behind the desk but you can't move so it takes you 10 minutes to get out the end there then you walk outside everything else starts spawning you run you try and run to the lift and this is what really pissed me off i ran and i tried to stop but the lag carried me over and i fell a long long and not being on my alt, I could not use a light feather to help myself. And I died. you ever died in chat?
0: Yes, I have fallen there. Have you ever noticed all the skeletons? I have. And that is exactly why there are so many skeletons there.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I had uh, I'd always thought, yeah what kind of knob dies here? What's going on? Well, now I know.
0: Now you know. Put you outside, um, too.
1: Uh, yeah, how the hell do you even get back in there? I've only ran to shot once. The hell do you get back in there? So I'm running around the lower city, going, well, where? Is there a payphone anywhere here? Come on!" <laughs> no. Okay, so there I am, wispy little corpse, trying to run, ghost trying to run back to my corpse, and I can't. Why? Cause it's a different kind of lag now. Not only do I have to deal with the regular lag, I've got that special dead lag took me for freaking ever i got people trying to talk to me in guild chat and they're like um where are you i'm like i'm in hell that's where i am i'm in hell i'm in lag hell i'm in that special hell so when i find then i get back i finally get to where i need to go to get my corpse and i hit resurrect you know 10 minutes later i can move I've been at this for yeah, I exaggerated a little bit. I've been at this for maybe ten minutes. I, it should not take you that long to get to your corpse, unless you died on the other end of the Barrens. You know, unless you died in you know the <laughs> Shimmering Flats. And you rezzed in I don't know, Silver Moon City. You went to the spirit healer there. You should it should not take you that long to get back. After I rezzed, are we done? No. I gotta run past all the sword fighting Draenei to get to the fly point. That's another five minutes for me there. So I've been in lag for about what well, seems like twenty minutes. I know it probably wasn't twenty minutes, but you know I could have like done my taxes by then. You know, and made a ham sandwich. So all that said. I'm done with chat. If I want to use the, if I want to use those groovy little teleportation things they have there, I'll I'll spend the 18, 20, you know, fifty one gold you've got to pay to fly from Swamp Rat Post to there to use it, because I'm just not putting up with the lag anymore. And I hope somebody from Blizzard hears this because I'm sure it'll make a difference.
0: The, the outcry.
1: <laughs> the outcry of the cow.
3: Moo.
0: Moo. <laughs> That'll do it. (laughs) Wait, Put a little more emphasis on it. Go ahead. Boo! There, that'll do it. That'll be the one that gets him. Boo! Boo! (laughs) That was, of course, View from the Barn with Big V. And we'll thank Big V for doing that for us. You know what? We'll thank him this time for doing that for us. Next time, I'm not so sure. You know, I've got a lot of topics that I would like to address with you guys, but none of them are really terribly uh, self-sustaining. So we're going to have a mishmash here of a couple of things that have just crossed my mind while playing World of Warcraft and ideas I've had and would like to share with you. But they don't really go on for very long, so you're going to have a bunch of them mushed together right here. The, the first one I want to talk about are mounts. And I'd like to make the suggestion, if anyone out there who has any influence over this at all can uh, do something about it, mounts. a Couple of things about mounts. One, the first thing, which I think Blizzard should do, we should have a mount, not even a mount, we should have something at level 20, which allows you to move slightly faster. A pair of roller skates, uh, a scooter, a skateboard, two gnomes that you step on their heads and they carry you around, something would be good. Because it seems you you get it at 40, you get it at 60, you get it at 70. But there's a really, it feels like 20 means something. Now, some classes have built-in skateboards. The Hunters, for instance, have built-in skateboards. Pallies, if they go for the talent points have built in just a little bit more but there's got to be i i want to see something for everyone else i want to see something you could buy that it's not as fast as a level 40 mount but just something to make it go faster because it's about level 20 that these quests start sending you all over the freaking place it's at 20. They start sending you here and here and here and all over. And, oh, it's terrible. And how better would it be to have a skateboard? Or, actually, I kind of like the gnomes. Stepping on the heads of two gnomes and kind of going, yeah, and have them drag you around everywhere. Something. Anything. So that is something I want to see uh, and I think I'm not alone in this opinion. I think there are many other players out there who would agree with that, that level 20 needs something. Not necessarily a mount, not something like that, but, but I don't know, rocket skates, something. Oh, it could, it would just make it a lot better, I think. But that's my opinion. And I think some out there will agree with me. Some, some of you may not. You may say, oh, no, no, no. It's better to run around for the first 40 levels of the game. But that's your opinion. I think you're nuts if you think that, but that's your opinion. (laughs) The other thing about mounts, and I know I'm not alone in this, because other podcasts have discussed this and have wished, and Blizzard is not listening. I don't know if it's a technical problem, a programming problem, or if they're just going, nah, 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 you can't have it. I don't know. But I am definitely not alone in this opinion. And I I am willing to bet a good portion of you guys listening right now, right this very second, are going to agree with me. You should be able to attack while on your mount. Yes, I think you should. Even if it's only in a PvP situation. I would love to see it just anywhere. But, okay, uh, especially a PvP situation. Wow. 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 Even if it was just like one thing you could do while on your mount, just one thing your character can do. It can't do all the bells and whistles that you normally could do, but it can do a thing. One thing, something. How cool would that be? Come on. You know what else would be cool is if your mount itself could go into attack mode, like you'd have it for riding mode. And you'd click a button, and it would go into attack mode for that. I think that would be awesome to see. That would be so cool. And again, your mount can only do, like, one thing. Each mount has one specific attack that it does. Like, you know, for instance, the Kodo, the one that the Torin ride. Big Kodo. When you're within range, you do this attack, and your opponent is stunned. The other mount and rider are stunned. Because they're so big, they make the ground tremble. So, of course, that would make sense. So it's just a stun thing. Or the wolves, for the orcs, would come running up and, like, bite the other mount on the ass or something. Or grab its tail or its foot or something and go, you know. And just that. That's all it does. Or, let's see, what could the raptors do? What could the raptors do? The raptors maybe could, like, swing its tail around or something and and try to knock the other rider off. Kind of a spin move, maybe something like that or claw they got those those arm things going so maybe they could like run up and and claw and try to like grab the rider and pull him off or something like that and the undead the undead mounts i think should fear mount and rider of opposing faction when you're within range because i'm sorry any animal seeing an undead horse running toward them would freak i would so I think you should be feared. The undead mount should fear you. And the blood elf birds can pick the ticks out of their wings and spit them at you. That could be what they do. That's their special ability. <laughs> that would be Because that's what they do normally. They just, you know, they're, they're looking for bugs under their wings. So they could just get, use those and spit fire. There you go. And I'm not going into alliance because I really don't know what a, all the alliance do. But I think it's somewhat the same. But how awesome would that be? And I am not alone in this. I am not alone. There are many other players out there who have cried to Blizzard saying, please let us attack on the mounts. And it hasn't happened. It would be awesome if it did. Maybe that's something that they're uh, cooking up for Wrath of the Lich King. Can we hope? Fingers crossed. Maybe, maybe. Roller skates at 20 would be nice, too, if uh, anybody can get deliver that message. Thank you. So those are some thoughts I have about mounts. Actually, I have another one. And it's a, it's a thought that myself and a mate of mine, Steve Caesar, who is a listener of the show, and I've mentioned he's written in emails, he and I were bouncing this off of each other because he started a hunter in our guild and made mention of how neat and cool it would be. And of course, being a hunter has nothing to do with my opinion on this, (coughs) that it would be cool if hunters could like tame their own mounts. And we kind of went off just kind of talking about it. It had never happened. Never in a million years. The outcry from every other class would be so great, I think. I think the outcry would be terrible from every other class going, that's not fair, you can't do that. How come you can tame your mountain? I'm stuck with this bird that picks bugs out of its wings. So, yeah, I could see that. That or you'd have a sudden, worse than it already is, an influx of hunters. Oh, God. Like there's not enough already lurking about. (laughs) But it would be. It's just that it's a cool idea, and I'm all for it. My um, continuation on that thought was: How about this? How about if you team up with Mage, the Mage sheeps the person, and then you can tame the sheep as your pet for like an hour? How cool would that be? Oh, put a whole new spin on PvP, wouldn't it? Ooh, (laughs) put a whole new spin on this. And you'd have to. There'd be one of those things. And if you, like, left, if you logged out in a huff, you come back and you're still a sheep. And you're still a pet. (laughs) I think that'd be slick. But an interesting follow-up to the hunters taming their own mount story. Because I think it's, I don't think Blizzard would do it because I I just don't think they would. I think every other class would, you know, cry foul and they wouldn't essentially have the guts to do it. (laughs) They wouldn't want that kind of aggravation. And I can't blame them. But an interesting follow-up on this was that Steve Caesar went on the World of Warcraft forums under Hunters and posted his idea just to put it out there, just to see what other Hunters thought about it. Now, the story goes that within like 5-10 minutes, his post was removed from the forums. We must ask, why? Now, his first thought was, hmm, maybe we hit upon something that they're already thinking about. I say, no, they just didn't want the uproar on the forums over it. And having 10,000 hunters chiming in going, yeah, they didn't want to hear it. We're not sure. Either that or you cursed and you didn't tell me. I'm not sure why they would have deleted it. It's interesting that a Blizzard representative would take that off. I think it's really interesting. And uh, I wanted to share that with you guys, but a couple of ideas about the mounts in, in overall general that I think they should put in, but especially a uh, PvP mount battle. Oh, cool. I would even get back into PvP if that happened. That and player throwing. I would get back into PvP with both. Otherwise, it's like, eh, not a huge, I, I've mentioned this is not a secret. I'm not a huge PvP person. But if you put a twist on it, hey, I'm there. Because there would be nothing more fun than to be riding up on your mount and have it do something. Oh, cool. <laughs> put a whole new twist on it. I'd love it. So there are just a few thoughts on mounts that I have. And you know what kind of brought me on the skateboard idea of a mount? I've actually had this for a while. Uh, every, time I, every time I start a character, and it's not that often, but when I start a new character and for those first 40 levels, they're just run, 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 run. All, And actually, I've noticed this from a lot of people who start an alt. They all cry. I miss my mount. And you do. You miss it terribly. Even the level 40 slow mount, you don't care, something, anything. You're just so tired of running. But what made me think of this was because recently my little baby rogue has graduated to the, uh, what is it? The Arafia Highlands? Out where Hammerfall is? And made the trek out to Hammerfall. It was a long trek. Because I didn't have a mount. But anyway, long trek. He goes running out there. And this kind of ties into my earlier observation about quests. And of course, we were talking about quests we liked, but, and, and this wasn't so much a quest I liked or disliked or that was bad. It was just, if you actually read what was going on, other than, okay, yeah, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. You know, okay, I'll go do this. It was a gather quest, and usually that's what you run into the first thing when you start a new area. It's Blizzard's way of taking it by the hand, kind of leading you around the immediate area outside an outpost, just to get you a little familiar with what's there, what's around, and then they kind of branch you out. And that's fine. I love that they kind of do that little step-by-step each time. It works well. So I get to Hammerfall, and of course there are exclamation points all over the place. And one exclamation point, and I'm sure many of you have done this, but I'm not sure how many actually read it because this is like the first time I really looked at what was being talked about and it's an orc who's depressed there is a depressed orc in Hammerfall and he says I'm depressed and sad and the reason he is has to do with actually the Warcraft game and the battle and how Hellscream went down and all of this and he is depressed and he says I'm depressed go away and of course the question mark comes up go talk to troll so-and-so and so so you go over a couple steps and talk to troll so-and-so. And he says, yes, I know, he's very depressed. Here, I got an idea. I need your help, but I have an idea on how to cheer him up. Go out and get ten raptor eyes. Ten raptor eyes. And this is going to cheer him up. Okay. So you go out and you get ten raptor eyes. One of those, by the way, quests where raptors are have no eyes. They look like they have eyes, but they have no eyes because none fall for two weeks. But you go and you kill 10,000 raptors for 10 eyes. You get your 10 eyes. You come back to the troll. And he says, oh, good. Go give it to this depressed orc. That'll cheer him up. It will. You bring the uh, the, the eyes over to the... Depress- Actually, they're not the actual eyes. I think uh, the troll turns them into something. You know, turns him into some hat or I don't know what the hell he does. He turns them into something and says, oh, go give this to him. And you give this to him, and he goes, Bah! This isn't going to cheer me up! And he crushes it on the ground. And I'm thinking, well, duh. D- talk to the troll, man. He thought it would make you smile. I was with you on this one. I thought, you know, uh, a cookie would have done better than this. But he said raptorize. It's not my fault. I just went and got him and bring it over. Hey. So you go back to the troll, who has the brilliant observation of telling you, It didn't work, did it? Nope. Didn't think it would. <laughs> so then... Mr. Trollman gets it in his head. I got another idea how to cheer him up. Go get me ten raptor hearts now. If the eyes didn't do it, I don't know what is making this guy think hearts are going to be any better. I haven't completed that part yet, but because it's bright red, but actually it's more of a of a, of a maroon color. But in any case, it's like a little too high for me, I think, just yet. Maybe at another level, it'll go down to yellow and we'll be cool. At the moment, it seems it's a little high. I'm a cautious player. I hate dying and I hate running back to my corpse, especially because they don't put graveyards anywhere. Oh, let us talk about graveyards and lack thereof. Why is there never a graveyard around when you want one? It is 8,000 miles away from where you died. I don't get it. And and some of these areas or instances, because you die and you end up at the graveyard and you got to literally run across the freaking continent to get back to the instance to get your body. Oh, my God. I don't get why they don't put more in. It's bad enough when you're dead, you don't get a mount. Now, wouldn't that, back to mounts, wouldn't that be cool? A dead mount, not an undead mount, just a dead mount. So that when you die, you can mount up and it would go a little faster. Because they obviously don't want to put more graveyards in. So, can we get a little help here? Is it me or are they some of them really far out from where you croaked, And you look at your map and you see your little tombstone. It's like, now where am I? Because of course you have that disorientation. Especially if you're in an area you don't know or are unfamiliar with. And you haven't scouted the whole map yet. So you're not real sure about where you are. You look at your mini map... Or you pull up the map, and you see, you know, your tombstone, wee, over there. And you look back, and there's your your little arrow, wee, on the other side. You know what's bad for that splinter tree post? That whole Ashenvale thing is notorious. They're bad, because I've died out there pretty recent. And it's like, oh, God. It's not even close to splinter tree. I don't know where the hell they put you. They put you, you know, freaking up in a corner somewhere, away from everything, and you have to run back. Ah, oh, more more grave stuff. So we want. Let's see. Let's. We're making a checklist now. What do we want? Uh, we're, we will submit this to Blizzard. Let's see, we want mounts or some form of speedier transportation at level 20. We would like battle mounts, please, so that they can fight in battle. We would like to be able to fight also in battle while upon our mount. We'll leave the hunter thing kind of off at this moment, because you know what, I just I just don't see it happening, period. These are the things I think are in the realm, are in grasp possibilities, I really do. It, I can't figure out why they haven't done it, but I think the potential is there to do it. So that's what I'm hoping for. And also, we would like more gravestone... graveyards, please. Thank you, Blizzard. Well, that was a waste of air, wasn't it? Because it'll never happen. <laughs> well, you never know. Sometime... it might happen. It could. It's possible. So, yes, I have to go get ten raptor hearts to cheer some poor orc up. I'll let you know how that goes. I don't see this making him feel better either. I still think an Oreo cookie, you know, a hot chocolate, uh, perhaps a uh, comedy film of high quality would would perhaps put a smile upon his face. But no, you want me to get raptor hearts, and that'll do it. Okay. Some of these quests are just weird. <laughs> Some of them are just bizarre. If you actually stop and read them, because most of us go, okay, how many? Ten rides? All right, fine, I'll go kill the eyes. I'll go kill the raptors so I can get the eyes. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Here's your eyes. Okay Alright, bring it to this guy. But you're not reading what's what they're saying. You're just complete quest. Accept quest. What do I do? I do that too very often. So anyway, that was my mishmash section. Kind of had a through line through it, but not much of one. Well, you know what? Let's go into a break. It's time. It is time to go into another music break. And I have a special little ditty for you that I found. It's another cool little song. that we just stumbled upon and went ooh, and I have to share it with you so I'm not going to say it yeah I know you all think you're smart you all think you know what I'm going to say next I'm not going to tell you that you know what stand up poke yourself in the butt and and scowl five guys in a
5: bag of dice it's Friday night's game got a cleric and a fighter thief but we ain't got a mage My friends they all looked at me and they said the job was mine you might suck at level one but you'll rip at level nine keep so we enter the town to stock up for the night i learned the two standard spells magic missile and light suddenly from out of the caves the kobolds they attack i screamed and shook my pants and took a dagger Ten foot football and some nose but this thing does one dice four one dice four I only do 1D4 that's why I'm always the first to die always the first to die yeah, I'm always the, to die. always the first to die always the first to die mage two is an elf named Shrew we found a poison trap Three was an NPC, so I had to give him back. Four and five went really quick, and six was just the same. Screw you guys, I'm going home and this game. Because I'm always the first to die. I'm always the first to die. I'm always the first to die. die. I'm always the first to die.
0: That was Always the First to Die by Jinx. If you want to see a video where night elves die over and over and over again to music, that's the one to watch. We'll link it on the website, but if you're curious, go onto YouTube, type in Always the First to Die, and you will get that joy yourself at seeing that over and over. It's a lot of fun, actually, and it's also a fun song. Well... We have come to the last part of our show, and oh my goodness, we have so much to go over here. So we are going to start off with a couple of, of special things that we have lined up for you. So let's get right to it.
1: Hey, Zog. give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it.
0: Is the blog from Zog who writes Hello Auntie Ed Big V. always a pleasure to do my usual write in. This month's installment will include something that most of the true horde nature would find shocking. But first let me say that I'm glad to announce that by the time this podcast is aired, I will have reached the Outlands Confetti everywhere. I'd like to take the time to say a huge thank you to the entire Draconis Knox Guild. For all the help and all ridiculous induendos that came with it. You made what could have been a grueling experience entertaining. But now it's time for the Zog blog. Has anyone ever noticed how angry PVP is? I could have had a wonderful day. I could have become world dictator. I could have won the lottery. But the moment you sit down and enter the battleground, your happiness leaves. And it's like this inner ball of rage comes flying out to destroy anything in the nearby vicinity. I was playing in the Warsaw Gulch, sitting next to a friend in real life who was also playing, when he suddenly erupts in, What the hell? No way! No way! No! Damn it! Get him! Ha! Yes! Victor! Damn! I hate rogues! Ah, bloody alliance! And so on and so forth. I was shocked to discover that I, too, was displaying a similar vocabulary. I'd like to name this Blood Range Syndrome, BS for short. After discussing it with Guilties, I came to the relief at knowing I'm not the only one with this affliction. What is it that makes players so violent in PvP situations? Anyway, your thoughts on that? Well, taking a brief aside here on Zog's question, I think it's because well, it's just the the balance of human nature and the competition, honestly, that we all uh, get a little excited when it comes to that. Like, you know what? They may be pixels, but they're are pixels but i'd like to know what you guys think because you know what i have the same affliction when i get into DVP. is you start taking it just a little too much and you get all hyped up and it's the adrenaline and everything so no um you are not the only one afflicted with bs syndrome and i'd like to know how many other listeners we have out there who are also afflicted with this but for now we will continue with zog's blog I'd also like to touch base on something I realized while running the Plaguelands. It's a shame to see all the instances that are next to useless these days. Due to Outlands and all the awesome gear that comes with it, any sort of 54 and up instance has been rendered next to useless. You never see anyone running Skolomads or Strat. It's nearly impossible to find someone doing Dire Maul or even doing the lower level Blackrock Spire. It's a shame to see all these instances go to waste. It is my belief that Blizzard should revamp these instances so that players will still have an interest in running them. But that's just my opinion. I'd like to hear yours or anyone else's who would like to give it. But now I bring you not one, but two tales of Zog one of adventure, one of surprise, both of epic proportions. So there I was with my wonderful guildies, having them assist me through the lower spire, because I asked them ever so nicely. It was my first time seeing an instance of that proportion, and I am baffled by the size of it. I am not there to look at the walls. I'm here on a quest. Well, make that several quests, to be honest. We fight valiantly. Through wargs and orcs, through trolls and ogres, we proceed further into the mighty spire. But upon reaching my quest destination, I find to my horror that I'm unable to complete it. I confirm this to my guildies. They too are baffled. But I have many more, so further we struggle, past the spiders, past the berserkers, until we reach the wolf boss, when suddenly the realization dawned on us we're in a raid party raid parties cannot complete quests i am partially choked at such a discovery but for the most part i laugh with the rest of them as we had out of the instance sadly we did not have enough time to run it again But that is the beauty of games. You can always try again later. Now then, and at last, the shocker of the day. My adventure with an alliance. Oh, yes, that's right. Me and an Alliance member fought side by side to complete a quest against a common foe, the Scarlet Crusade. I was forging my way through the Plaguelands, completing the quest known as the Mark of the so-called Lightbringer. I make my way up to the tower when I see a human warlock, about the same level, attempting to make his way up. Having not been in PvP, I'm in a good mood and decide to help him vanquish the foes on the ground floor. My surprise he thanks me at this point he types in chat which had to be a language barrier version of lol knowing that to the Alliance are lol is k-e-k I type k-e-k in chat in the hopes that it will translate into lol We sit and regenerate our resources. Then together, we forge our way up the tower. I go first. He maintains the threat of all the creatures while I grab the mark from the chest at the top. I snatch it. Then we reverse our situation as I take on the spellcasters, knights, and cavaliers. He succeeds, and then we proceed down. We dance at our victory as we proceed back to the quest giver. We wave and part. It took me time to realize how rare that encounter was. But, regretfully, I did not get his name. But this shows me that perhaps there is some hope for the Alliance, and that despite all odds, sometimes enemies can become your friends. And that concludes my tales for this month. Again, I'd like to thank you and Big V for airing my work to all the listeners on FTH Radio. Strength and honor for the Horde. And we thank you Zog of XP for sending in your blog. We love the Zog blogs. On one of your earlier notes that you made, yes, I have noticed that the instances aren't what they used to be. The old ones that I remember from when I was a wee 60, I had an experience of, of late where I was showing my my guildmates where the elf was to pick up the MC key quest and we got to that platform it was a Saturday night we got to the platform not a soul to be found now you must understand those of you who know the area this platform on a Saturday night before this elf you couldn't see for the amount of players that were piled on there. And it was dead. And I, I did. I felt my heart break in just a little. So yes, I agree with you that it's a shame to see all these old-time instances kind of get in boot. And to those out there who think that they're stupid or dumb, and yeah, they are. But you know what? If you've never done them, one time. Just one time run through it just to see what it's about. Because yeah, you know what? Molten core is boring. And from what I heard, it's really boring if you put it alongside some of the Outland instances, but just to do it once, I really recommend you guys check out the old time stuff because it's really a shame to see it. You know the NPCs are crying in there; they're they're sad. They're playing poker. They're getting lax. Um, keep them on their toes, all right, guys. And awesome, awesome tales that you have. I've done the raid thing. Not, it wasn't my uh doing. It actually happened when I was but a wee troll uh back doing RFC. Ooh, long time ago. And the genius who got the group together was a hug group. One is, I think, the first group I ever went in with other players. And he had it on Raid. Here's the sad part. We didn't realize it immediately. But we did realize, like, hey, the quests aren't working. What, what's going on? But kind of all being noobs, it didn't quite dawn on us until we get, like, almost to the end. And then he goes, oh, I have it on Raid. And so we went back and did them all Mm. over again. Five hours in RFC oh my god it was terrible so I've done that and I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there who have done that too but as you said the great thing is it can always be tried later and now you have a more heads up on what to expect so it should go a little faster an awesome 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 tale about hooking up with a normal alliance and going out and taking down a quest together and you know you're not the only one who has come to me with a tale of this type of nature and you know what that just leads me into our next session because it's time to to announce this but first before we get into that I want to thank Zog of XP again for sending in his monthly blog and now we're gonna go into uh, a little bit of acknowledgement because so often on this show we talk about the bad players in fact we encourage you because it's frustrating to suffer through that alone so we want you to share your frustration and you know what it helps because those names stick in your head and you never know you're gonna run around long one day and go oh, i remember you I heard about you. Gotta just kind of keep in tabs on all the servers. Well, not all of them, but some of them. But what tends to get overlooked a lot are, are the good players we have out there. And those players who are exceptional in what they do. And I don't mean exceptional in how they play their class. I mean exceptional as in people. These are really good players, cool people, and they deserve every bit of acknowledgement in a good way. Because we've gotten a couple of these, a couple of folks have come to me with emails about these people, which is great. So we're going to go right into our tribute to them. There comes a time when we must acknowledge the hard effort and sacrifice that comes from being an outstanding player. Today, we acknowledge two players whose unselfishness and helpfulness are examples to us all. We acknowledge omega from the Dark Brotherhood on the Mandaron server for helping out Drelka, an orc rogue who went AFK in the Arathi Highlands. When Drelka returned, she discovered Her robe was unstealthed, taking a beating from a winter bark troll. And then, as Dralka began to fight, she received a heal.
6: She turned,
0: and there you were, a blood elf priest, who said he stayed with her while she was AFK and and kept her alive. We also acknowledge Zulata, a troll priestess on the Blood Scout server, who in the Hinterlands assisted Bonesmoker, who you may know is an Alliance mage, but also goes by Rifkin, who is Horde. And you, Zulata, helped him in the Hinterlands, in the Troll Village, and communicated through emotes and gestures. And in between fights, Zulata would mind control Bonesmoker, but would cast her Priest buff and heal him. We salute you both, Omega and Zulata, for being this week's Outstanding Players. Let us give a huge round of applause to those two players. I love that. That was so cool. And they deserve the recognition. If you know someone who you think is an outstanding player, send in your tale and we will acknowledge them because it is time we started paying recognition to these people who aren't jerks. And it was very cool to do that. Alright, now we are going to go into Shoutouts Yes, shout outs. And we're going into shout outs because I have a couple that I wanna give. That's why first shout out is gonna go to Stitch who is part of the Directionally Challenged Guild and he gets to one for getting his epic warlock mount so big shout out to him for that and two because he was the inspiration to Big Me and myself for the Yupperware commercial Thank you to Stitch for inspiring us on that. And being he is a warlock, he does keep all his souls in yupperware. My next shout out, and this is from Big V and myself, go to our iTunes reviewers. We have two. First to Mama Phoenix for writing her great review. Short, sweet, simple. I was so thrilled to see that. Thank you so much for taking the time to write that. And also, of course, to Bone Grinder, who apparently figured out how to do an iTunes review and left us a glowing report. Thank you both so much for that. Very cool to see positive reviews on iTunes from you guys. So thank you, thank you. And never, well, it's kind of last on our end. Uh, of course, there are shout-outs that go on as I read emails. But these are just personal shout-outs. These This is out to every, all our listeners who have joined the Directionally Challenge Guild over the last three weeks. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm going over the list to acknowledge you guys because you are great. So many of you have joined up. So many of you, and you're making me nervous here because you've, like, moved your mains over, which is making me a little nervous, thinking, oh, God, I hope we don't suck. You're making me slightly nervous, but it's great you're doing it. We are so excited to have you. You are the best guys. You're just all he is you're you're just wonderful folks to hang out and chat with while we're all hanging out world of warcraft i am gonna hope now because i was going over the list and i'm having this moment going now did i get you i can't tell did i get you on the last show uh is that a alt? Is that your mate? I can't. F- so, you know what? I may be double calling your name. If I do, well, there you go. If I miss you, I am so sorry. And and you can, you know, yell at me when you see me in game and say, you miss me. And uh, we'll make sure we get you next time. But we are going to give huge shout outs to you. You ready? To Geds. To Duda, Da Doodah. Mean Face. Bandel. This is dumb, aka Krista. Stormjagger, Shaman Magic, Windbite, Untippable, Tekatana, and Bone Grinder. Thank you guys so much for joining up. We hope you're having a good time with us. We're again, we're loving having you. And to those who have moved their mains over you're making me slightly nervous but we are like really appreciative that you have and we just hope we're not too weird or boring for you because we can be a little boring sometimes but thank you all so much and I actually have a shout out from someone else this is from Krista aka This Is Dumb going out to Bugs Reaper and huge shout out for helping her out with some of her quests that she was having a hard time with and you just jumped in and lended a hand thank you so much and also a belated birthday to Krista she had a birthday over the last couple of weeks so happy belated birthday to you we tried to think of a song but nothing was rhyming with This Is Dumb, please change your name because we can't shorten this at any point. So uh you know what? I'm thinking of for the horde radio is gonna send you ten bucks to change your name, please. <laughs> but we, we hope you're having a good time in Warcraft. So those are all the those are all the shoutouts I have from our end. But now we are going to get into call. Out. Yes, a call-out. This is a double call out, and it's a double call out because last show we got an email from Rudilia, who wrote in and told us a story about Whisker, of the... Amarok shakes guild and mention this was to refresh your memories this was an email about how he was running on an alliance character joined a group for Scarlet Monastery and this whisker ninja a blue drop that he needed and then offered to pay him a gold and when he went okay sure crop it up kicked him from the group and vanished if you remember it kind of had a happy ending because he saw the corpse later which was great but we got a follow-up email, just very briefly. So, the follow-up email goes, That lousy gnome mage that ninja my blue drop apparently didn't need it for his alt. It looks like he is making it off good for 65 gold on the auction house. Whisker of the Amarok Shakes Guild, you suck! And he is on the Exodar server. What a jerk. So we had to follow up on a call out to that total sleaze. So I am so sorry, Delia, that you had to put up with that and that this guy's a jerk. We hope that one day our listeners will find him and show him why you don't do that. But thank you for sending in the update, and hopefully uh, one day you'll be sending in an update telling us a fabulous news story about how this guy got his. We will continue now with another email. This comes to us from Morgus, a.k.a. Bandel, and he begins, Hello, Auntie Ed. I love the show. Thank you. Just had a suggestion for either a call-out or a butt cheek of the week award you choose. I think we'll say call-out. We're going to say call-out on this. In the realm of Zangamarsh in Norotar, a bunch of the lions came through and attacked the den. Yes? the den in which there are level ones through sixes i managed to catch one of their names the name of a certain dwarf who managed to bother and make rude gestures towards me the name was i'm probably not going to say this right there's just far too many vowels in this name but we're going to try be i don't know how you would pronounce that (laughs) but oh well if you could post that in the next show i'd appreciate it I'll spell it for you guys. Maybe you can tell me how you would pronounce this, uh, dwarf. Uh, he's spelling the name B E I A R A E V E. There's too many vowels in that. We give a call out to that jerk for attacking the den. How did he attack the den? The den! The kindergarten! Come on! Ugh! He continues. Oh, and speaking of ideas, I thought of something you said in one show about lower-level characters tossing during PVP, or in the case PTP. What if they had that during seasonal festivals? have contests to show who could throw the furthest. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be cool, too. I've been trying to toss a player for ages, but Blizzard won't let me. I'm all into tossing players. I think that's just like an element of the game that is missing. You should be able to pick up people and throw them at your opponents. But I love, it's like, okay, seasonal event. We'll meet you halfway. We won't do it during PvP. But how about doing seasonal events? Take them and throw them. That's cool. I would love to see that. It'll never happen, but we can hope. And he also continues with an idiot, I think. Is what this would be a butt cheek. You know what? Yes, it is. This is a butt cheek of the week. Yeah, it's a butt cheek because oh, I will read it to you and you can decide. But I really think this follow up story that Morgus, a.k.a. Bandel, has sent over to us really qualifies. He says, I was playing Bandel on my tour on a Manderon server. I was minding my own business over by Bloodhook. Killing wolves and plane striders. When all of a sudden I get a whisper from some other Torn named Stir. S-T-R, by the way. S-T-R. <laughs> and this one has no vowels. But anyway, I get a whisper from some other Torn named Stir saying, help. So I kindly ask, what do you need help with? He didn't reply, as if he was expecting me to just follow him and help him with whatever he threw my way. Now, keep in mind, I was two levels lower than him at the time. He sent me a group invite, and since he didn't give me a reason to help him, I did not accept his invite. Then, around two minutes later, I get another whisper from him saying, Help, again. I ask him, with what? His response was, killing stuff. Okay, now if he was a few levels lower than me, I may have helped him. But he was a higher level. Then he said, come on, I have a crappy weapon. So I told him, well, kill stuff, just like I've been doing for the past half an hour, to get new stuff. Then he turned and walked off. Oh, and before the help, I saw him run past with a wolf on his tail. So I thought he was in trouble. I kindly aggroed the wolf to get him off, stirs back, and killed the wolf. Did I get a thank you? Of course not. Pretty alliance-esque, eh? For the horde. A necklace from Morgus aka Bandel, who yes is on the Mandarin server awesome and cool but yeah that's an idiot and I hate when that happens to me I've done the same thing you see some poor player running by with a mob on their tail you be a good person you pull the mob which by the way, for I think a good majority of the time doesn't it, it doesn't show as your mob. It shows as it's gray. It shows as somebody else's mob. So you kill them, you fight the fight, the other person doesn't help, and then they loot the mob and run. I've had that happen. Do you think I do it again? No, 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 no. It's really um and they don't even thank you. That's really the part that drives me nuts is is when they can't even say thanks hell i'll even take a thx at that point sometimes you know it's common courtesy folks so ah you know they're everywhere they're on both sides and yes it's very alliance-esque but you know you got morons on alliance and horde i'm sorry to say these yahoo players but thank you so much for sending that in and for running over on the mandarin server that is cool we have an email from Blast from the Past now. We have an email from Troll Sky on Bladefist. I was just listening to your new episode when I was emptying bags in Shatra. when I was witness to a rather comical event. So there I was on Aldor Rise. That's right, I'm an Aldor. And I see the Lightbringer Draenei Corpse, the guy you turn your marks into. I found this rather pointless yet funny for some strange reason. Now I'm going to the small little vendor when I get this chat bubble in front of my screen. Your presence is not welcome here. So I turn and look and what do I see? Yep, a scryer attacking Aldor Rise. All I could do was laugh at this utterly pointless stupidity. I didn't even know you could fight these guys. Every time I've accidentally ran into a scryer tier, I've been kicked out of Shatrath. Just thought I might send this tickling incident in. Oh, I almost forgot. It was an Alliance human named Azure Angel. Not sure about the guild. He died or got kicked out of Shatrath before I can get in. Also, for big. V. I've had that problem with guildies with strange names. A tip is to shift click the name when they whisper you. It'll post it up in the guild slot invite name instantly. If you want to do it manually, do it, then get the character code, ALT plus 668, then hold down ALT key and use the keypad, not the number key, but the keys above the letters. So the result of the ALT plus 668 would be... There's a little squiggly mark here, which is obviously a symbol. And I just listened to Big V's rant on the long names. It's not completely related, but there is a very Very funny video on YouTube by Nim of Alaria, who you have mentioned before with Meow. And lastly, got a lot to say, I would like to send a shout out to the rocking new guild, Dyslexics Untie, Woot. If you don't get the joke with that guild name just, just think about it for a moment, okay? Because that's a great guild name. <laughs> so huge shout out from Troll Sky to Dyslexics Untie, awesome. And that is on the Blade Fist server. Thank you so much for sending in your tale. I thought that was kind of funny too. Yes, uh, my main is an Aldor as well. Uh, the Pally is a Scryer. How could he not be? He's a Blood Elf. And for those who don't know what either of those two things mean, uh, Outlands. I think I have brought this up briefly. Uh, when you get out to Shattrath, you, you don't have to, but you sorta kinda, I guess, wanna do it for gear and other things, is choose a faction. Has no bearing on whether you're a Hoard or Alliance. It's one of those things, which is kind of interesting. Zero bearing on that. It has to do kind of an internal faction thing. You choose a side, whether you want the Aldor's, which is mainly Draenei, or the Scryers, which are Blood Elves. What this is based on? Gear. It is based on gear. There is no other bearing to it. That's what I picked it for, because it was based on gear. Actually, I picked uh, my main when I first went out to Shotraf. I picked it because of gear, because I was able to look at both uh, while you're still kind of neutral. Because the thing is, once you choose a side, the other side hates you. So just keep that in mind, but you'll get there. If you haven't been there yet, you'll you'll see what we're talking about. But yeah, I chose Aldor for my main because it's a gear, because it was quite delicious and yummy, and I really would like it. And I chose Scryer's because, well, again, he's the blood elf, and I did it because he was already friendly. He went to check out the gear. They have uh, quartermasters where you can kind of take a sneak peek and go, ooh, look at that. And when he did that, it tripped and said you are now friendly with the scryers and I kind of thought well that's less because otherwise I think you start out neutral because I know my main did she started out neutral with the Aldor so you got to get past that I figured oh it's one level up in rep because it's all about the rep you do quests you get rep you go up there it is but thank you again for sending that in that is cool this is another cool email we got it is really an awesome cool email this is an email I'm just going to read it to you and you can see how cool this is hey it's the Born, formerly known as, <laughs> I've decided to switch over from my private server to play regular WoW. This is one person you have converted to the Blizzard side. My main on the Stone Mall server is Doda da Doda. He, he had to send a pronunciation guide with that one. That was a tricky one. <laughs> Regarding episode 14's view from the barn, alt codes. What you do is hold down alt, tap three or four numbers on the numeral pad, and then release alt. Certain sequences of number produce different accented letters and symbols. It's a very nice way to spice up a character's name. That sermon slash insight about private servers you gave on episode 13 made me think that you guys were really cool to put stuff suggested by a listener into your show so easily. I also couldn't believe how fast you got back to me on my first email. You guys truly and awesomely rock. No, you do because you got off the private server. That was awesome. I loved reading that. I so loved reading that. So thank you for sending that in. And thank you personally for getting off the private server and for playing regular WoW. Thought that was so cool. I did a little cheer when I read that. I went, yay! So thank you so much. That was awesome. And this comes as an aside from the emails, because we have more. We have many, many more. I don't know what it is. I mean, I listen to podcasts myself, but I don't, like, email them usually. I'm bad for that in here. I am going, send us emails, and I'm I've said it. I'm bad for that myself, so I should talk. I answer, just as an aside here, I answer every single email I get. And I don't just, (laughs) and I read them. I really read them. I love getting them because, you know what, guys, your emails are the only feedback I'm getting that anyone is listening to the show. There's no other real way I can tell if you're listening, if you like it, if you don't like it, what you think, any of it, unless I hear from you. So I love getting emails. Please don't ever think that you shouldn't send one in because I love getting them. And if you don't want me to read it out on the show, then all you need to tell me is, hey, don't read this out on the show. I just want to say. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But that is our only, that is the only way this show kind of has a... A gauge on how we're doing is through emails. So I answer every email I get. I don't know, do other people not do that or something? Because you know what? If I stop getting emails I'm going to assume no one's listening to the show and stop doing it. So please, never feel like I've had people go, oh geez, sorry for sending so many emails. Don't! Don't ever feel bad about sending in emails, please, never, ever, ever, and I answer every single one of you guys, because you guys are awesome, you all have fabulous stories, great ideas, and just in general, like, hey, you know what, this is happening to me too, which was the whole point of starting this podcast, so thank you so much. For sending in your your tale of change, I am happy. Like a little light went, oh, you know, angels came down and sang. It was really cool. So thank you for sending that in. Now we come to very sad email. I'm gonna read it to you, and I'm gonna try not to cry. Hey, it's Eskimog. Before I get into this email, you may remember Eskimog uh, came over and joined our guild on the Mandarin server and mentioned he has a very good friend of his who's talking into playing WoW. So this is the email I get. It's very, very sad. Um, hey, it's Eskimog. I have a very, 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 very grave news. My friend that I said I was going to start playing with wants me to roll Alliance. I think I'm going to do it because I want him to have fun, and I don't want to make his choices for him. I have told him about how the Alliance eat their own, and how much I love the Horde, but he urged me to try it. I will still be on every once in a while to say hi, but we plan to roll on a PvP realm, Boulderfist. I love the guild still. I'm going to roll a Pally, of course, a Draenei, and I hope to be included in your show still. Once again, love the guild and all the members, of course, and I'll be back for the Horde. What do you and your listeners think of using gear from other games that you earned fairly and selling it for WoW Gold? Well, that's all I got for now. Tell the guild hi, and I hope you're doing good. Horde for life your best UC horde. We are very sad. You, I understand, though. I don't know what it is that initial attraction of Alliance for people who have not played the game. It seems like everyone kind of starts there. And then they come over to the horde. I'd be really curious because you know what? Yeah, I'm guilty of this, too. When I put the game up on my machine. I looked at the characters and I, I, I will admit, I didn't play it long but because I went, Ugh. But I rolled a night elf. The reason I rolled a night elf, I'm sorry I'm taking a brief aside from, from Eskimoq's email here, but just to give you an explanation. The reason I rolled a night elf is because the game Warcraft, Warcraft 3, when night elves were introduced, were cool characters in that game. Night elves were neat. They were cool. They were slick. It was like, ooh, I finally get a chance to play one of them. And you come in and discover they've been taken over by 10-year-olds. They turned this awesomely wicked cool class race, rather, and turned it into what they are today. How sad is that with the glowing eyes and dance? So, that's why I left. But... It seems like a lot of people want to start off as Alliance, and then they learn. So it is cool that you're sticking it with your friend and, you know, going to tough it out over on the Alliance side. But we know you're still Horde. We know you are still Horde. We were sad to see that, though, because you are just awesome. But thank you for the heads up. Oh, uh, you swing by and say hi, that'd be cool, regarding your question. I have beat this horse to death, this topic. I am gonna just say this about the whole selling, buying, gold, stuff, gear, whatever. Other than the moral implications of whether or not you should, other than it throws it into, you know, the economy into wreaking havoc which by the way i have heard blizzard has a very nice article up about this whole topic here's the bottom line guys um do what you want i mean that's always what it comes to do what you want you want to do it fine is it wrong i think so is it something blizzard can say hey uh that's ours kick you out of the game yeah they can here's the uh, but aside from from all that Here's what you are risking. You are risking a lot. And I'm going to tell you a story. And I believe this happened to a gentleman on The Instance is where I heard this story. Or a gentleman, uh, he used to be on The Instance. And what happened was he, same thing, got a friend to play WoW. His friend decided to begin WoW by buying gold first thing out of the box. B- bought himself some gold, I guess, to, to have an easier time I suppose with the game. Uh, this other His friend did not, he did not know this. He did not know his friend had done that. So, starts up the game, you know, rolls a new character, and this other guy has like a level 70, and wanted to just show him, you know, you show off your, your big old main character, because hey, you worked hard at it. And goes on his friend's computer, loads up his main, you know, shows him around a little bit, you know, kind of, ooh, Look at that. Look at that. And that's it. Logs off. Goes home. The next day, goes to play WoW. His mane is standing there naked in the startup screen. And when he goes in, he discovers his mane has been wiped clean. Everything in the bank account, all of his gear, all of his money, everything gone. How did this happen? Well, because a lot of these uh, gold farmers, when you buy and sell gold... Ah, uh, they keylog you. These people are essentially illegally selling a product that's, that does not belong to them. Do you think they are terribly concerned about your privacy and identity? What else do you think they are selling? Think about it. In in a world high full of identity theft, what else do you think they're selling? What else is marketable? Hmm. Uh, needless to say, this guy is still working with Blizz to, from what last I heard, you get all this back up and running for him. But you risk a lot. And it's not even just so much with, wow, it extends further. Like I said, you know, identity theft. And you can say, well, I'm only 14. I don't have an identity yet. Yes, you do. And people can take it. Uh, because you have a social security number. They can take it. It's scary out there. And you got to watch who you're dealing with. So you know what? Bottom line on, on all of this, because I know I've talked about this. And my own moral standing on my soapbox says, don't do it. It's wrong etc. But if we're, if that don't bother you, or you say otherwise, that's your opinion, and that's fine. But you're risking a lot more than just that. You're risking more than getting kicked out of game. So, you want to take the risk? Go right ahead. But it's scary stuff out there. It's all about the information now, guys. So, just heads up. If you haven't heard that story, I'm kind of getting it secondhand myself, but it doesn't shock me to hear it, and I believe that it's true. Because, yeah, no... Scary, scary stuff. That uh, is a very long answer to your question. But guys, what do you think about the whole using gear that you have earned fairly in other games and trading it for WoW Gold or selling it for WoW Gold? Let us know your opinion on that. I, I will get off the soapbox now and continue reading emails because you don't want to hear me go on about this anymore, and I don't either. So, let us continue with emails, but thank you, Ask for for sending that in, and we hope you, you come back again, uh, come around, and wave and say hi. Another email comes to us from Ante on the Anderhall server. Yo, Annie, Ed, and Big V. Caught your most recent show and heard my goof-ass touring naming pride issue. Gotta call out during Biggest V's segment. Cast a pebble in the FPH radio pond and watch the ripples touch the edges of the universe or something like that. Anywho, I did in fact record a proto segment for you back at the time of my email, but shortly after that got cold feet and never sent it in. I know, I know, trolls always have cold feet. The no-shoe thing. But since I couldn't get my act together on that action, I was very glad you two took the proverbial bull by the horns and addressed the issue on your last show. A few additions, if I may. I think the main problem with Torrin naming is that most kids and a few adults have trouble seeing past the bovine facade of these tunes. But this is understandable. For example, my two-year-old, who likes to, as he says, make a guy. This involves playing WoW only on the Create a Character page, i.e. trying on all the different hairstyles, etc. Named his Torin Chalk Milk, because, well, that's what cows do, right? <laughs> that's great. Well, I'm here to tell you, it ain't what taurins do, at least until I see a tune with a swinging udder, somewhere in Thunderbluff. So where does one go to look for good, honorable Torin names? I've got three places to start. By the way, there are three great links here. We are going to link all three on the website. Keep bringing the good news to the Horde, you two. Peace on Orion. That is again from Ante on the hall server of the AFK in Thunderbluff Guild great stuff thank you so much for sending that in you address the uh perf- the, the, the first part of your email a couple shows back you had mentioned about the whole tour name which got us on the that role last show and don't be afraid to send in stuff that you've recorded yourself i know it's kind of like i don't like this no one likes the sound of their own voice no one well very few especially when you get recorded and then you go my god do i sound like that oh god so yes no one likes it it's weird it's creepy it's it's eerie but it's if you want to send it in please don't like be squeamish about it don't be nervous about it just send it in it's cool and you know what well first i thank you so much for sending in all of these great links for torn names and we hope that those touring out there kind of take a peek at everything and use a little bit more imagination other than beef tank or cowhide or whatever the heck they come up with. But also, now we are going to segue into a listener who has recorded something, and we and it's very helpful hints, so we are going to put it up for you here. This is from Sauron.
7: Hi, Auntie Ed and Big V. This is Sauron from the Bosch server. Hey, I heard a lot and read a lot of complaining about um, how hard it is to get your epic mounts and what have you, your first mount, because of the prices. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people buy gold from gold farmers. Um, You know, I personally, I don't like the fact that you can do that, that there's a business out there that provides gold where you actually pay real money for. Um, So I'm going to start giving... A tip to those who need to save gold for mounts or or other things that they want to purchase um, the first one being create an alt on the same server um, and any items that you want to sell on the auction house um, you know send those items to your alt uh, that way you don't have to spend the time riding all the way to a major city just to put it on the auction house and then go back to questing. Also, the money that you make off of that auction goes to the alt. So your main never sees it and isn't tempted to buy something that you, know, you really don't need because uh, you'll need new equipment every ten levels anyway. Um, so that's my first tip. You guys have an awesome show. And I look forward to your next episode. Take care. And I'll hear you next time on For the Horde Radio.
0: That is some awesome, awesome tips, Soran. Thank
7: you. Very cool.
0: Thank you for sending that in. And I like, personally, I like because that's all I got to do is just put up the, the WAV file. And that's, my job is done. I will move on now. So don't be as squeamish about if you can record your own thing and send it in. Please do. We will definitely play it on air for you. And don't be embarrassed or anything. Because, hey, who cares? So thank you, Sauron for doing that. We have another email from Dar on the Tarot Car and Mandaron server, who writes, Hey, Auntie Ed and Big V. First off, thanks so much for an awesome podcast. I really enjoyed listening to all of them over the past few days. My leveling buddy, Severge on Tarot Car pointed me at them, and I've been listening ever since. Even went so far as to roll up a Blood Elf Paladin on Mandaron server. I love you from the barn. Being a torrent on my main, I can relate. So big shout out to Suburge on the Paracar server for introducing me to For the Horde Radio. Yes, big shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know what? Spread the word. Spread it. That's great. Thank you so much. So big shout out. I hope I am saying your name right to Suburge. He continues. My call out is to Dark Druid on the Mandaron server. He is a night elf druid from the Golden Fleece Guild with a bad case of low B N V. This is for trying to kill all the quest givers and other NPCs in Tranquillian. You're at level 61. Good God, man. Go to Outlands already, you doofus. Here's an idea for a new segment, maybe. Like Big V, I started playing Alliance 2. So the new segment could be When did you become Horde? My story began as an alliance warrior, an awe-inspiring level 19. I was already getting bored of it, grinding and farming away, not to mention not finding it very friendly on the alliance side. I was for a time contemplating quitting WoW for good. So one day, I was grinding away in Westfall, at the bottom of the hill near the flight path, when all of a sudden, a number of horde appear. Now, these guys are all double question marks to me, and very well geared and started making short work of everything there. I noticed they were all from the same guild. Legends of Punchy. A small number of 70 Alliance showed up and started muttering how much they hated this guild, etc. Well, the Horde quickly handed them their asses too. Eventually, there was about 20 Horde and about 30 Alliance, and the Horde was winning. I was amazed at how well they seemed to play together. And Alliance? All they did was run around jumping like frogs on a frying pan, complaining about lag and blaming their deaths on each other. So what's a level 19 alliance warrior to do? Well, I flagged and I ran in. I got killed, of course, but I kept rezzing and coming back for more. After dying about 20 times, I noticed I was one of the only ones left on the alliance side flagged. They were still about 3 or 4 70s, but they were just watching me. I made a rude gesture to them and turned back to the Horde. One of them, I forget his or her name now, did a wave and a cheer to me. Well, That moment was when I turned Horde. I was so impressed with this guild and these players that I deleted my warrior and rolled a tauren druid, now 65, and have never looked back. So, you could ask for players like myself and Big V to send in their stories of how they made the switch and got the alliance monkey off their backs. For the rest of them, you'll need to start a 12-step program for them for the Horde and that is from Kerndar on Terracar and Mandarin server. Great story. That is just an awesome, awesome story of turnaround. That is cool. I love that. Thank you for sending that in. And if you have a turn, we've gotten a couple of these over past episodes of people who say, you know, I started as Alliance and I was getting bored and didn't like it and I tried Horde and wow, if you have a story you would like to send us about that, please do. We would love to read it out. We'd love to share Share the joy aboard. So please send that in and thank you so much for sending your tale of turnaround in. That is cool. We have an email from Corlina of the Emerald Dream server who says. I am no longer Corlina of the Emerald Dream server. You may now call me Kiradriel of the Earthen Ring server, or you can keep calling me Corlina. I really don't care. While I may be serving the Alliance now, I still have my hatred for gnomes. I still think night elves, Cal Dory, for those of you who know what that means, are a bunch of tall crybaby hippies with too much hair dye. And Draenei are probably more akin to succubi than followers of light. Trust me on this. Just hang out around Goldshire on a day where all the kiddies are away from school and you'll see what I mean. However, for all of those who want to stab my glowing eyes, yes, I am still role-playing as one of the Cinderai, although it may seem odd to others for I am using a female avatar. I still retain my Horde roots, and I am a Cinderai outcast from Quel'Thalas long before they joined with the Horde. As far as how it's going on the Alliance side, ugh, believe me, I can now remember why I quit in the first place. Let me just say it in a few words. Westfall, 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 westfall. Oh, that reminds me. I have a story of incompetence in the Alliance ranks. Around level 16, I ventured into a VC group. Okay, normal here, right? No, turns out this group had been going for about 30 minutes and hadn't made it past the ogre that is the first boss. They reset the instance, got a full group, and we take down the first boss, which is surprising since our healer was a red pally, a.k.a. me. Yay for us. But the idiot gnome leader forgets that after every boss kill, there is a pat that comes along. Guess who gets attacked first? Anyway, our main DPS dropped out, out of frustration, okay, no big deal, we get a new healer, and wait, and wait, and wait for them to come. Turns out he has no weapons because he doesn't fight. I'm sitting here like WTF, what is taking so long, and he's crying at us over the crappy WoW voice channel to help him. Okay, so if you go to do so. In the end, it took an hour and 45 minutes to get past the now rotting corpse of the ogre, and the healer drops out. So, all of us in frustration are getting ready to get out of there. When the gnome leader stops us and invites a level 45 dwarf hunter. Oh goody! We're going to get this done! She blows us through the instance until we get to the ironclad that Van Cleef is on. And the next action makes me shrivel in horror today. The level 45 hunter left her pet on passive. Didn't tell it to attack after our idiot gnome leader aggroed Cookie the murloc that runs around the ship and all of its buddies are on to us and the hunter alt-tabbed. Okay. I have spent a good two hours in this instance. I've had enough, and I dropped the group. Think it was just a bad day? No! I instanced with this guy a week later in the same instance. We never even got to VC before I left the group. Not to mention, it took him two hours to get a group up without a healer. So, here is my new hellish life among the Nubish alliance. (laughs) hope you're having fun in Outlands, because my partner is my only saving grace when it comes to leveling. And that is again from and Forever Corlina. Wow. You know, after I read, I had a very similar uh, horde tale. Not nearly as bad, but very, very similar Right after you had sent this email, I got a very similar situation happen to me. So I can relate, and I think anyone listening to that can relate, to Pug Groups Gone Wrong. That is definitely Pug Groups Gone Wrong. So we hope you're uh, having a good time anyway, and we know you will always be hoard. Oh, thank you for not being a gnome, at least. Thank you very much. Thank you for sending that in, and let us know how you're doing. This is from Kulex and or Ixid on the Draenor server, who writes Hello for the Horde. For my first message, hopefully not my last, I just want to say how much I love the show. I listen to it constantly when doing the thing that we all love to do, eat gnomes. I particularly love the bunny slang segments and the random stories about a lion's stupidity. Speaking of which, something funny happened the other day, and I don't think there's a better place to share my epic tale. I was helping my guild leader out with his paladin quest. I don't know which one. He had to run to Shadowfang Keep and then Black Fathom Thieves for various reasons. After leaving Shadowfang, after dropping a buttload of rogue paladin fury on those angry puppies, we leave the instance and discuss our next plan of action. A level 46 Draenei shaman and his buddy, a level 22 druid, show up on the scene. The shaman flags, of course, and they both dance around and do what they can to get us to flag. My guild doesn't want the fight. He chose to ponder their motives, and then calmly walk off the scene. Me, however, with my mighty level 37 rogue, decide to pull a tool out of Auntie Ed's toolbox. I stealth. The shaman laughs at me, and dances around some more. He can fully see me, I'm aware, because of the level differences. What he didn't expect was a big, meaty sap in his face. With him sapped, the druid, which had flagged and had been taunting us severely Dearly, "'Surely saw what was coming. "'I let loose the carrot and then backstab him "'as he runs away into the instance. "'A lower-blood elf hunter had stumbled upon the scene "'and cheered my success.' I turned on the shaman approach and penned his name in the death book. The hunter cheered, and I fell out of my chair laughing. It was truly a magnificent moment in the world of PvP. I really hope enjoyed the story. I personally had a nice long chuckle over your string with the higher-level druid a while back. And then he continues on with a great story about Horde Justice. So, in the rough levels between 45 and 50, I was level grinding in the hinterlands with my beloved blood elf hunter, Culex. I spent the majority of two days leveling like nuts as I've been doing to attempt to reach those accursed outlands as quickly as possible. And I found that I had a shadow. The entire duration of this level grind session, I retained this shadow. It was Dwarven Paladin. That seemed to be just two levels behind me. The user's name was Tankian. And while I would love to say Horde on the Drainar server should kill him on sight, I don't think it's necessary. This dwarf followed me around for two days we <laughs> Flagged and taunting me regularly. I gave in on one brutal occasion and sent my mighty raptor to eat his tiny head. Unfortunately for me, he had a friend on sight. A double question mark druid turned my insides into outsides and leaves me in a pile of pwned meat on the ground and then proceeds to spit on and laugh at my corpse with the paladin. This wasn't my last meeting with Tankian. Later Later on in the day, back at Camp Mochi, I'm going about my business, slaying ogres and evil-smelling torn when I see the Camp Mochi is under attack, message in the chat window, followed by complaints of some lower-leveled horde in the area about a dwarven paladin. A smirk comes across, and I ask for his name. Tankian was the response. The game was on. I mounted my mighty Blackhawk Strider and set out and flared my Track Humanoid's ability looking for this pathetic excuse for a paladin. I encounter the creature, jumping around on his steed, flagged and generally being annoying. I drop off my mount and fire off a concussive shot with my boom stick, followed up with a serpent sting while my raptor moves in to catch himself a snack like a true alliance paladin the dwarf flees to a particularly high cliff bubbles and jumps off making a dynamic escape i cursed myself and complained in local defense chat within five minutes i had recruited a party to assist me in the hunt tankian was sighted again I set off to find the creature once again, and see him on the outskirts of Moachi, taunting a lower level horde. The three other members of my party, two rogues and a druid, all stealth and position themselves around the dwarf. I dismount, while the lower level horde watches, unsure of what to make of the situation going down. The dwarf dismounts, and we both draw our weapons. I summon my pet. He blesses himself and moves in to attack. I fire off a concussive shot, and my stealth comrades swoop in for the kill. Tankian drops like a bag of wet leaves. We cheered and regaled the death of the annoying paladin, and I broke out the marshmallows. We camped on this sad excuse for a paladin for the next half an hour, and I got my much deserved revenge. Oh no, this wasn't the last time I encountered Tankian. One of my guildmates had been mentioning a raid that an alliance guild made on the Undercity. I laughed and thought nothing of it. As I casually made my way across the globe, I made a pit stop at the bank in the Undercity when I started noticing the corpses. There were dozens of night elves, not nearly enough gnomes, and one dwarf. As I hovered my mouse over the corpse, a wicked grin spread across my demented maw. The corpse was none other than the dwarf named Tankian. I never saw Tankian again. And that is from Culex and Ixid of the Blossom and Blood Guild on the Drainar server. Awesome, 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 awesome. That was great. I love that story. I love it. I love it. I love it. How cool is that when you finally get them back? Especially the particular players. You just don't take your wrath out on the faction itself because, well, Alliance beat me up, so I'm going to beat you up. No, no, no. You take it out on the person who dished it out to you in the first place. It's awesome when it can happen, and I'm so glad you got it. That's great. And I do you love the story about um, sap and the higher level because well it's just fun isn't it I am so enjoying that haven't had anybody I think word is spreading because the alliance haven't been bugging me lately I don't know why it's kind of odd you know I'm going to say this and go back into game and 80 thousand alliance are going to find me but I have had too many run-ins uh, of late with these guys so we will see and I will keep you guys updated on that but thank you so much for sending that in this comes to us from I Bob the Tauren on the Mandarin server who writes, don't know if you've had an answer for this, but if you have, oh well, the Ethereals, aka this is uh, regarding my electric mummies that I've often talked about, well, we have an explanation about their whereabouts. The ethereals are astral travelers who dwell within the twisting nether, moving through the chaotic spaces between worlds, and are known to be collectors and traders of arcane items and artifacts. Originally from Ka'rash, where void lord Dementius, the all-devouring, unleashed his void void walkers' armies upon the ethereal world of Ka'rash, utterly decimating all that stood in his way. Some are now drawn to Outland, where they are seeking to track down its treasures and steal them back into the Twisting Nether. Some are liars and scoundrels who will stop at nothing to pursue their mysterious aims. The Ethereals have no interest at all in the Burning Crusade. They would even play both sides of the conflict against each other, if doing so would serve to further their own goals. They are mercantile people, similar to Goblins. They will ally themselves with anyone that will further their profits. The Ethereals also share in the Goblins' propensity for technology though their technology appears to be far more powerful and reliable. Oh, and for Big V, you can shift-click names so it copies into the chat field. Best way to get those weird characters somewhere you can cut and paste them. Also, the reading of the email soundbite seems kind of Monty Python Holy Grail-like, does it not? And that was from hello, Bob the Touring. Thank you, Bob, for sending that in, for, for all that cool information. And and thank you for noticing about our reading of the email bite there. We, we appreciate it. It's the little things that make us smile, and we're glad you noticed. But thank you very much for answering uh, both myself and these questions. Cool. Thank you very much. That's great. Earlier in this section, we had given out outstanding player to two players. One of them being Zulata. A brief story here. The story was sent in by Rivkin, and since he was playing on a PvP server, he had asked me, could I please hop in on that server and thank Zulata again because just really was thankful for her and and had a great time it sounds like. So I hop in on a PvP server, roll up a new character, a little horde character. I had to do like the first quest so I can get money to send a mail to somebody and then at level 2 run down the road to Razor Hill as fast as my little feet can carry me going please don't hit me uh, because I'm on a PvP server. So I get there and I send Zulata uh, a Mail, in game mail, thanking again on behalf of Rifkin, aka Bone Smoker, about, you know, just thank you very much. And that's cool. I don't, you know, that was fine. And I kind of had an afterthought like, God, they're probably going to think I'm a gold farmer or gold buyer or some nut job. And I'm not a gold farmer or a gold buyer. I am a nut job. But I get an email from none other than Zulata, who writes, I logged on her today after taking a break from WoW to see a letter from you. I sent a reply and then hopped on to Google FTH Radio. i just finishing till episode 14. I'm a gusher, so forgive me, because I'm about to start. When I was questing in the Hinterlands, I was in Jinsal Alor, when I came across a pigtailed gnome. Now, I won't lie, I hate gnomes. Had a bad experience with them when I first joined a PvP server. She gave me a wave, and I waved back. She didn't want problems, and I was cool with that. I was able to mind control her and give her a fort buff. I'm still a care bear at heart when I'm on my pre and it was friendship at that moment. We stuck together and she helped me with all the quests there and I just thought it was awesome that we were able to understand each other with emote, point and so forth. I warned her when I saw some blood elves up on the second or third level of that temple and when the mage started casting I told him not to mess with her. He vented about Alliance being jerks. Some 70 mage was lurking about but I kept him from trying something with Bone Smoker. Okay this is long but I just wanted to say we spent some time together and I was telling my friend about it the whole time that it was an awesome time. I wrote her name down so when I log on my main and if I see her again to wave to her. So if you're still reading this long letter and reading that letter from you for Bone Smoker really made my day. I had such a good time with her. Granted, now I know that Bone Smoker is a guy. (laughs) I kind of figured that, but hey, I see a girl and I refer to them as such. But if you were able to let him know, it was an awesome time and hope to see him out in Outlands on my priestie. Oh, tell him hug, too. Yes, I'm going to listen to the other 13 shows so I can catch up for the Horde. And that is from Zulata. Thank you so much. And we're glad you had such a great time, too, uh, with our bud. And, you know, I love the story. Again, I I just love when that happens, but I really love finding out that Bone Smoker is playing a female gnome. We didn't know that. We knew that he was playing a gnome. We didn't know it was a female gnome. (laughs) Kidding. Uh, Actually, you may have said that and I just, it didn't click. Because you know what? I do remember you mentioning something about pigtails, but you know what, with gnomes, it could have been a guy you never know. But thank you for sending that in and we hope you enjoy the show and thank you so much for being just awesomely cool. We have another email and this is from Landrad who is on the Mandarin server and has actually joined up with Directionally Challenged but he had never heard of the podcast. Shame on him, but <laughs> he has listened, so that's okay. And he writes, upon hearing the first podcast, I remember one story once we back Back when I started, I tried Alliance, human paladin. No worries, destroyed him soon after discovering Alliance suck. They are jerks. Anyway, the story is I was making my way to Goldshire, the Alliance Magnet, apparently. Even level 70s go there for no apparent reason. Anyway, I was making my way there, and upon going there, I saw several warlocks, warriors, etc. They were, in fact, summoning infernals, if I'm right in what they're called, and letting them loose on everyone by by not enslaving them. I do not know why or how, but Alliance themselves were killing Alliance. That just shows how petty they are. They had to kill their own people to get their adrenaline rush. They killed all the guards, lobies, everyone but themselves who could stand the damage. Suffice to say, I logged out and went to Horde. I have a small story I want to add. It's somewhat of a shout-out, call-out story all in one. Anyway, I was in Hillsbrand, UGG, doing Doing new quests on my hunter, Trancer, level 31. I was in the last bit of doing Hecular's Revenge quest. The second part, where you shove the rod into his grave in South Shore, and he pops out and attacks South Shore. Anyway, I had been flagged by a guard after getting attacked and running. I came back and shoved the rod into the grave, and he came out experienced, etc. The funny part is, an Alliance Priest, I think a Night Elf named Sink, couldn't catch the guild. attacked him where he promptly attacked him or her. The Demi Lich is a level 44 elite and he summons like six or so level 44 undead puppets. Well he did and within the next minute he and his puppets outright killed the priest even after the priest got off a mega heel. I laughed like mad before retreating to wear off the flag while the Demi Lich took on South Shore. Then the priest found me and killed me probably feeling all powerful for killing someone like half their level. That was the story part, but this is a shout-out. I want to give them a shout-out, Sink, for giving me a big laugh at his or her death, as well as calling them out just because they came and found me and killed me because it wasn't my fault for them dying and they had attacked the Demilich which brought its wrath down on them. Anyway, just wanted to share that little story. That's great. Thank you. That's from Landrad on the Mandron server, aka Transer. And yes, I know that quest very, very well. Uh they made it a little easier, actually. Used to be worse. I think the grave used to be further in. I just remember my main having a hell of a time getting to it. I think they kind of moved the grave over so it's a little more accessible and you don't have to run through freaking South Shore to put it in. But I love that somebody attacked it. I love that Alliance Priest, of all things, attacked this uh, NPC moron. Anyway, we're glad they died, but we s- we're, we're very sorry they got you because well, that just sucks. But thank you so much for sending that in. And uh, we hope you're enjoying the show here. We got an email from Steve Caesar, who is also on the Mandarin server, who says, I was in group for ZF tonight, and I met a mage who, no other kind way to put it, I'm all but certain she's a noob or retarded. I first grouped with her around 10pm tonight, so it wasn't so bad, but it came down to a paladin and me over sword drop. Well, the paladin said he needed, and I argued I needed as well. This mage spoke up saying and I quote, You're a hunter. He is a paladin. I think he outranks your noobish class. Well, I decided to be nice and hit greed just to give it to him. He looted it and then immediately logged off. His name is Linus of the Infinite Bliss Guild. Normally I'd leave it at that with him, but I have to add in the rest. Later, around 4 a.m., I have to stop in reading this email. I'm sorry, Steve. 4 a.m.? Are you insane? Anyway, I will continue now. I was in group for ZF again with a couple of friends. We needed one more and the leader invited her. It was all going smoothly until she started sheeping the troll, our main tank was hitting. We lived through this, but she went on a rant not to hit the sheep and started saying how to play our classes with the usual, you're a hunter, you need to do this, not that, and you're a warrior, you need to do this, and that. I finally had enough and tried to be polite and asked if she had an alt who was a warrior, a hunter, and she said no, I'm new. So I politely but honestly told her, I know how to play my class, thanks. Well, right after she looted a great male chess piece by hitting need, a BOE, me and the tank asked her to let us re-roll for it since she can't use it. And she said no then left the group. The leader told me before she left she was asking him to boot me because I stood up for my hunter class. Just thought you'd have fun with this info. Her name is Aprilicious of the Evil Dead Guild. And that is from Steve Caesar. Thank you for that heads up and now we know who these people are. What an idiot. What an idiot. Don't you love... You know, it's almost embarrassing. They're there. We acknowledge they're there. But when you see it, you get flush a little. These people who are on your side, and you dearly wish they weren't. You want them to go to the Alliance? Because that is where, apparently, somebody like that belongs. He outranks your noobish class. Please, let's... I want to find this chick. Okay? (laughs) Me and about a pack of other hunters right now want to go find this chick on our mains and and go, oh, excuse me, new bitch class? You know what I'm going to do? Ooh, I got a plan. Ooh, I got such a plan. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to find this person. <laughs> I'm going to tell you my plan. Because you know what? Someone like this will never listen to the show. So the plan is safe. I'm going to find her. I'm going to cast misdirection on her ass and fire at the biggest freaking thing I can find. And go newbitch class and let her die. And I'll keep doing it. Every time she this, I'll just keep casting misdirection. It's not that long a cooldown. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm in an evil mood. Anyway, thank you for sending that in, Steve. I appreciate it. And for those of you who say I don't give Big V any emails to read, well, first, this is going to be changing. And two, we'll start him off with an email that he got himself. Hey, Big V, I just finished listening to
1: episode 14, and I vaguely remember about halfway through it, you stated you didn't get any emails. My short-term memory might be failing me as usual, but I felt bad for you, and so I sent you this to you. Hey, thanks for caution. Digging the email? Cool. On another tangent, I just wanted to share a story and toss a few shoutouts, and a very much needed call-out. The other day, being a very cool guild member of mine, Big Bad Orc, our wicked hunter helper, requesting in the barons, and as per the norm, Crossroads gets nailed in a flurry of local defense tags. Right as our guild's assistant GM gets there to help us on his 29 priest, the allies notice our little party running south. Heritage Cav, our fearless assistant GM tosses a regrowth on two of the 70s trying desperately to stem the flow of six or so 70 allies charging forth and immediately gets OKO'd. Now, they start to corpse camping as me and Biggs watch in horror on our tiny little level 15 and 17 Taran warriors. As an aside, rock on for you guys for having Taran warriors. After about five minutes of this we get angry and we decide to show these six or seven allies who the horde really are. We log our 70s with a furious click and then with a roar, a 70 protection warrior, a resto shaman, and a marksman hunter join the ranks of the Tombstone Guild who came to help their two defenders, and the alliance takes off with their tail between their legs. I guess the moral is, don't mess with low levels, because on the other side of every alt character is an epic out 70 ready to kick some tail, even if they're a Protection Warrior or a Resto Shaman wearing DPS gear. Nice. You always gotta love payback there. And particularly when there's Tauron in the mix. I also wanted to throw a shout out to Mogosh the Warlock and his rogue friend and the rest of the Tombstone Guild who came out on the iTrig server for standing up to those bully lines, even though the odds were 2-7. to seven. I'd also like to throw a shout out to Zog of XP. His weekly letters make me chuckle and I want to thank him for representing Draconis Knox on the lower levels against those dastardly alliance their treachery knows no bounds finally I'd like to call out Diamas a resto druid who used to be our guild leader and guild's main healer you might remember him for throwing a shout out to the guild Draconis Nogs in an earlier episode after being so supportive and inspiring me to become a healer he simply changed his character's name and server transferred ditching us without even a goodbye I felt very wrong and so did the rest of the guild and I really hope that you're happy for lying to us blaming hiding from us on computer tra- Troubles, and then leaving without a trace. Thanks a ton, Big V. I hope you can perhaps read out this email and get in on the mailbag action. Well,
0: here we are. Mailbag action, Big V represent. And you'll be hearing a lot more from Big V, reading on emails on our next show. And last but never least, we have a call-in. Yes, a call-in. We have a call-in from our friend Bone Grinder.
6: Hello, Auntie Ed and Big V. This is uh, me, Bone Grinder. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't called in for a while. I have been uh, sick of the dog Uh, I've been trying to get rid of this cold, Um, I'm actually starting to feel a lot better, but I have had a lot happen these past three weeks, and first I would also like to say thank you for letting me join your guild, I think you guys are awesome, Mandarin is actually pretty awesome as well. And once I get my transfer in, I'll definitely start coming on more often. Um, cause I know I've been just coming on saying hi and all, but uh, once the transfer's through, I'll be all the good. And uh, hope to see you guys there. But most importantly, I've called to give you guys somewhat of a PvP tip. Um, Um, This PvP tip is for hunters, for all you hunters out there, you guys may know this trick, and some who don't, well, listen up. Um, When fighting rogues, and we all know, some people say rogues are overpowered, I think rogues are overpowered, too many stuns, too many saps, too many combo hits, well, I have a way of stopping that for the most part. If you are dueling a rogue and you are a hunter, right when the duel starts, right when they're getting ready, you know how they always spell, put a freeze trap, the one that fr- freezes you in place and stand on it, and most likely the rogue will not attack you, and if they do, trust me, they're in for a surprise, they're going to get frozen, and usually if they sap you or stun you, you usually have much time to recuperate from that and you can start moving along. Also, to make sure the rogue never gets near you, concussive shot, concussive shot always to keep it from far distance. And once he does get close to you, if you know the move, Wing Clip, use that move to slow it down, usually by 70%, and charge at him while using it and quickly jump around so he doesn't be able to stab you in the back. Also, make sure your pet's always active. If you are a Beastmaster, make sure to use Intimidate and best style, uh Wrath a lot so you can stun that rogue out of place. As long as you keep the rogue far away from you, slowed, and unable to move, you'll have a much better chance of attacking. And this is calling is actually for big Z. Um, I remember for a while when he had said that, um, they, um, that he, <laughs> it's kinda of funny, he said he used a mechanical grinch while, um, uh, mining tin or copper or anything, and it was just pounding everything, and, uh. Actually, I actually have a similar story for that. First thing I wanted to get a few answers in, I have to see something to, con- um, something to confess. I have played private servers. And if you're asking why, well, it's mostly to pass the time. And right now I am playing a private server. Also, sort to of pass time until my transfer's in. Trust me, when my transfer's in, I'll probably stop for good. But I did actually actual little experiment on there, and we all had mechanical Yetis, and we used the Yetis um, in Stormwind, and we had about there was a bug, so about 20 Yetis were all out running about, and it it was funny. About 10 Yetis gang, a Night Elf Rogue, and oh, I'm sorry, no, it was a Night Elf Hunter, and it took them down. And each one was doing about 300 damage. Uh, it, it was pretty exciting. I mean, I was I was laughing my butt off. It was awesome, and this really um, brought this story up to me uh, because of a uh, big V story about the uh, mechanical Grinch destroying everything. And thousand needles, and so I thought it'd be funny to bring that up. One other thing, when I was mentioning the PVP tips, also if you're a um, a marksman ship hunter and a rogue is getting too close, to you use scatter shots. That'll keep it dazed for a while. And also, I like to give a lot of shout outs. I have a lot of things to say right now. I would like to give shout out for you guys for giving me um, the opportunity to join your guild. I mean, your guild is awesome. The people that are awesome. You guys are so much fun. It is awesome to hang out with you guys. You guys are just real cool. It's the best guild I've been in in a very long time. Um, I'd like to also give a lot of shout outs from one in particular, Landrad. Um, I'd like to congratulate him recently on hitting 70 and also for him helping me out in the Blood Ring event and helping out on a few quests. Really helpful. He's a real cool guy. and. Um, I'd like to also give a shout out um to a few people also uh a torn shaman named mom and a torn warrior named bullrush for helping me out in the blood ring event and helping me get some real cool blues and just you know saving me little bit out there and it was real awesome and uh also i have a few call outs as well there was a night elf hunter using the same crap as the dwarf hunter did to you and Kenny using the snake trap and I, I am really sick of this snake trap and while i was out grinding this hunter uses of course a snake trap i pay no attention i didn't even know because i'm playing this huge bull that's about almost taking up my screen and he puts one underneath it so once the snake kill the bull it kills my pet and then of course flags me and starts killing me and after rezzing though he doesn't know he follows me to Gardar a um, orc um, base area where there's 70 elites. He follows me, he dies. I laugh, ha ha ha, he reszes. He comes back, he flies over the guards with a flying mount, and lands in an area where there's practically no guards. At this point, I'm flagged, and I'm pretty much in trouble. And while he was using aim shot, serpent sting, and a few other shots, that practically almost killed me. I fired one shot just so I could get the attacking aggro and aggro another guard to kill him. It was a victory to me, but at the same time, I was getting really frustrated. So I'd like to give a call out to Raymond, a Night Elf Hunter, the one who's using the snake trap, and also a call out to Blue Suede Shoes, who is also a level 46 pre. I mean, I'm sorry, level. 64 priest who was helping him out as well though I downed him and he never came back and so I'd like to give a call out to those guys but at the same time I'd also um, like to give a shout out to you guys again you guys are awesome keep up the great work and this message is for Big Z um V I heard you were having a mage uh and you were Wanting to know a good talent build, um, I have had actually a few experiences with a mage, and I have been studying a little bit. And I've heard that using um um fire or fire as a leveling spec, it's good for leveling up to they say fifty. Once you hit fifty, they say start using frost because you'll start hitting those high mobs. They say and so start using frost at I'd say fifty, and once you hit Outlands, start using fire again and continue on from there from 60 to 70 I'd say continue to fire and well that's if you're gonna continue it i mean but hey that's just the build i mean i've played a mage before and they're cool they're strong and um that's pretty much the ta- um, talent spec i've used uh, i only played it up to level 40 but it was a pretty good talent build um well if you haven't if you have any more questions about the mage i mean go ahead and um ask me i know a bit about a mage um i know a bit about some other classes too um so if you guys have any questions i'll find, um if you have any questions just uh, let me know uh, I'll do the best I can um, Again, I'd like to give a shout out to you guys in the guild You guys are awesome And I hope to see you
0: soon See ya And that was again Bone Grinder Now on the Mandarin server Thank you very much for calling that in And for those who were thinking that was a really long phone call It wasn't He called in a couple of times So we just strung them all together for you Great stuff Great tips Great shout outs Great call outs Great stories it's just all around great thank you so much for sending all that in fabulous stuff. Well, we come to the end of episode 15. Long show. It's what you get for three weeks. If you want to send us any stories, ideas, suggestions, comments, on any level, please do so. Our email address is fthradio at com. Do not forget, Big V's got one too. It's biggest V at gmail.com If you want to call in, it's 206-888-3130. And, of course, please check out our website for all of these great links that everyone sends in and just general cool stuff we have gathered for you, which is com. Thank you again so much for listening and downloading, not necessarily in that order. And we will return in another three weeks. For another wind-blowing, level-grinding, Night Elf-Smacking episode of... beat this with a horse <laughs> i haven't beat it with a horse what am i saying oh i've been paused all this time brilliant i'm like carrying on a conversation <laughs> brilliant okay and that again is from Ante on the anderol her on the Anderol, sir oh god that is again from auntie on the anderal hey anderhole why can't i say this <laughs> Subverge on the ToraCar server. ToraCar. Oh. Why can't I say servers today? All right, let's start from let's start from the top. Okay. Uh. Oh no. Psst. Yeah. That's
3: your uh, line. Uh, well,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> line. Line.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gee, we're we're, we're not. <laughs> We're not necessarily uh, ready for Saturday Night Live Improv, are we? We're not not ready for Whose Line Is It Anyway, that's for sure. That's for damn sure.
6: (laughs) God.